This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Throw gang, we are joined by the princess of the pen, the witch of the written word. Life is a YA. I want to read it all night long. The queen region of romance, boss bitch of the bestseller list, the printing press empress, the teen whisper queen of kawaii killers. She's two for two with bestsellers. You can't even get a tweet off, you bitch. You're joined <laughs> by author Mary H.K. Choi. Hi, Mary. Oh my God, that was that was flames. Well, like, how, was my, how was my voice? I would like to say you said I blacked out. First of all, the joke. I'm reading how it's written now. I don't think anyone did. Anyone get that? It's James said life is a YA. Yeah. So life oh, of is a but young said, adult. So life is just a young it. adult. Yeah, but a young the adult song novel. is life is a highway. No, I know. I want to ride it all night long. But you're just. But if we. But you're just saying that life is a young adult. And he well, wants no, to ride them all night long. But I want to yeah, say life well, is a white novel. I was going to get to the second half, Mary. You know, don't spoil yeah. the, the back nine there. Don't fucking, to- don't fucking, I've been working on this all day. All, all right? day? The, the you intro did this 10 minutes the, ago. No, we, I have three pages of questions, but the intro actually takes the longest. And I was like, what rhymes, what's YA? Like, what's a, what's a word that starts with a Y or ends in an A? But it kind of rhymes with highway. Um, so, you this, know, this peek behind the curtain sucks. Mary, thanks for coming back to the show. We're I happy started to have it. you. I'm so happy to have you. No, not welcome back. This is your debut throwing oh, fits appearance. Well, it's right. true. That that other podcast is not shit. This no, is the only podcast that matters, as we all know. <laughs> that's that's a yeah. fact. Uh, the previous podcast endeavor that shall not be named um, was a different thing, though. I guess you didn't even remember uh, the help. We established that earlier. You did not remember <laughs> Sheffer. I, I too was blacked out. I was too distracted from you guys talking all over me. Uh, I was just like in there fighting. Yeah, your star gonna- hath risen and now you don't, you're on a first name basis with other stars, such as like, for example, ourselves. And right. yes. You I was going to say, welcome to the, welcome to the club of celebrity. We're Thank happy you. to have you. Thank a lot you. of shrimp, a lot of shrimp at the top and no one to share it with, you know, exactly. just tepid ass room shrimp. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're just trying to share that, that tepid ass shrimp cocktail. Um, nice. Mary, the same thing that is going to happen this time that happened last time on that shittier whack version of this show, even though it felt really special in the moment, I should say that um, is the fit check. And you can start top down or bottom up. The choice. Why do you guys give the choice? Cause see, test. I feel like the entrapment aspect of this is pure ops already. Oh, you're calling I'm, us the narcs. All right. I'm just saying, obviously I'm going bottom up, but I don't right. really like this presumption. This is the, this is the surveillance state that you yeah. were lamenting earlier. Well, we America, what is America if not freedom of choice? Right. So like, but this it's, is a false your, choice. Ergo, it is a it's false truly choice. You, you reject the premise of the choice. I do. Exactly. This is the most American thing possible. There is so, no choice. So would you the like does to not exist? So would you like to completely destroy the paradigm? Would you like to pop a wheelie on the zeitgeist and just like call out random things in in no particular order? Oh is that what you're saying? God. No, actually, I do. Let's go bottom up. Okay. All right. There All right. it is. All right. Socks. Because yes. I don't wear shoes in my house. I'm not a fucking animal. Because you're a civilized human being. I'm a fucking Asian person. What about house that's, shoes? That's what, that's what I meant. But James okay. has house shoes. He's Asian as well. It's true. I mean, we talked about this last. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, if we did, you, I, news to me. I don't remember it. No. Okay. So house shoes. I fucks with a good, you know, like the, the wicked good sheepskin mids, the LL beans. They look like mm-hmm. 
baked potatoes. I have them right here. <laughs> the <laughs> baked ones. potato three, the 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 the, okay. the fully loaded threes. Yeah, the fully loaded threes. <laughs> the the Those... pumpkin spice twos. Yeah. <laughs> and but my socks tonight for you for special. Okay. Are the Rihanna Plain Stance collabs? Oh, right. Pre merch so, Puma deal. Oh, the merch. The plane. The seven seven seven. The seven seven seven. It was, was merch that they gave to the hostages. They did. The, fact, right? <laughs> the media hostages, yeah. minus the New York Times, because they have integrity. And, and those came with so like on. a. Right. Those came with a Kit Kat bar and a, a eight ounce Snapple. Right. That's what you guys have for dinner. At t- yes, it was. It was a very struggle situation. But they gave us a tiny diamond. Ooh. as well amongst wow. other real? gifts like rickets like, like a real diamond like a, a real small diamond <laughs> like half of a cat like no carrots like or? you could put a jeweler's loop in and it's you don't get any information but you know she meant it it was an uncut gem it was wow. un- down it was an uncut Damn. gem wait and so so you're telling me that's right now john caramonica wasn't allowed to get stan socks or the world's smallest diamonds he had to forego that because he has journalistic integrity because that's the times you know that sucks dude this, I'm, I'm sure john you, is this you, is his cross to bear i mean he loves he, swag and merch you know he does he is a swag lord he, he offered like buy, he offered did he offer to uh, buy the diamond from like Def Jam or Rock Nation or whatever? No, but he did tweet at us while we were hostage, ensconced and in hostage. And he had a lot of compassion, which I thought was really nice. I was wow. just like, because he couldn't even take the trip as well. No, because the New York right. Times, as you know, you guys oh, yeah. talk to Taylor Lawrence, talk God. Like, so you there's no. So no one from the college. Times was in Cody, Wyoming, James, for that Def Jam. Oh, I guess you weren't there at that Or were you oh, there? No, I, I started the month after. Thank God. Damn Thank God, I wasn't there for Kanye month. I didn't even. I thought the press trips, be, if it was for a story, no, yeah. well, no, no they would have just paid for exchange. regular travel. Yeah, Damn. he would like they would pay for him like a real person. Yeah, <laughs> and he would arrive there. It wouldn't be like he's not part of the not part of the quid pro quo great um, industry, great economy. We are, we are, and we are open for business and always looking for new. I, I don't sponsors. think that was ever up for question. Right. What That's is the wafting smoke, Lawrence? Near oh, here? I have, uh, I have an, some incense going just to set the vibe. What um, kind? Um, Shiedo. just the, the natural, the, you know, the, we, we've talked about this. I, or I don't know if it ever was on Mike. I, I don't like incense that has the, um, the wood in it. I just mm. want the full natural stick. So. It's nice. just um, no filter. Al Santo, yeah. I mean, it's is it's, it really wafting into Palo the camera Santo. distracting you? God, talk about fucking destroying the earth. Come on, really? With is that extra bad? It. Even if it's natural incense, I don't know how science works. Well, is Palo Santo canceled? Is it problematic? I think it's really? like endangered or some shit, or it's like you know Bruh. that indigenous plant has been Why so fucking you, we raped have and pillaged. So little right now, James. Yeah. So I can't drink bread and roses. So I can't drink wine because because there's no cork left. Well, you can drink natural <laughs> wine that are get twist a, tops. Yeah, get a get a screw cap. Yeah, well, get but that some natty of the, wine. But here's the thing: some of the best wine is not that. So get yourself I'm, a sake. Yeah, that's another thing. Are you big? <laughs> we know Mary is sober, so you're not drinking anything. I don't drink. Right. What? I mean, I do sometimes, and I never like it anymore. It doesn't really? work. It stops. If working. you were going to drink, like, or let's say it was your last drink, what would it? What would it be? Last last drink probably. Yeah. What's your poison? A dirty martini nice. up vodka. Lot real Plus, dirty, extra dirty. That's my vibe. Fucking yeah. like sediment. Scum. Yeah, swamp totally. water. 
like oh, it's like like Shrek just took a bath in it. <laughs> Give me that fucking scum. Exactly. Like just Shrek just lightly teabags it, like just <laughs> on the top, just like looking like image. swamp things jizz. Yeah, I want Shrek's, five olives minimum. Want Shrek's testicles totally. grazing the top. Hell yeah. Um. So the socks are stance custom. So what some um, can you? I mean, can is it her take face? A, can you it's take this? Like, you got to show the sock to us. At least. There's no no feets, no feats on video. No, no well, yeah, show no feats in audio. Is this only only fans? Okay, so <laughs> no feats like in the chat. You can't see it. You can't see shit. You light. need a ring light. You need a ring yeah, light. It's her face. It's all, her like all over body. No, it's an not all an over all print? over repeat. It's just like one. Just one, that was like the that was like the precursor to Firefest almost. The fact that you guys got no food. Oh my god! Fucking trap. The taste of it. The celebrities were so close yet so far. It's true. Yeah. There were zero Kendall Jenners. Yeah. You're, su- you're seduced with like, because I remember like people were like, oh my God, Rihanna came through and like popped champagne and ran through coach with us. And then you and never Duce. saw her again. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you never saw her again for like never saw her again. Se- six other countries. Across, yes, seven countries. It was a mess. So that's the socks. And How then- long ago was that? Can we just get a timestamp? What year was that? Fucking a thousand years ago. 2012? I was going to say 2012, but that seems like way long ago I think now. it's like 2012 or 2013. I think Chuck would have been seven. Yeah, yeah, Chuck, Chuck was, was just shot bright like a diamond was a, was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly when, right. When, when, when Carlos Jr. was just a twinkle and Carlos Sr.'s nutsack, you know? Exactly. <laughs> just a mischievous little fucking grin. Just a um, bro in the scrow. Right. And working our way up now from the Rihanna specials. Uh, I have Sweats, Pure Beauty. Do you know that brand? No, but please skin, put us on. Skincare? Put us on. No, it's it's a weed. It's a, it's a weed haberdasher. And they, you bought sweatpants at the weed store? No, they have like special friends and fams type offerings and that's cool. but they're really thick you know nice. like how like love totally like sweat how are many vips on that are you vip at the dispensary yeah. certain ones amongst friends um but <laughs> you know how like total luxury spa has those like really thick like it's yeah. like that where it's like that rough cotton almost like a tweed feeling I shout mean, out total twill. luxury spa shout oh, out yeah. hassan Shout out Hassan. Yay. Um, I think he's back in New York. Um, and then underneath I'm wearing like, dude, like a tank top from like Toto Kayo RIP. RIP. Damn. Uh, that was a dude. That's a tough but, one, man. Best. That was the best store in New York for a while there. Best store in Seattle. Really. Best store in Seattle. I mean, but it's, it's out of them or Amazon. Yeah. That's a thing. But yeah. like that, that hurts my heart. And Whatever Frazier got his coffee, you know what I'm saying? Might yeah. hear some more about Toto Kayo on next week's salad. episode. Oh yeah. That's actually, you know what, Mary, you kind of, you didn't know you did this, but you just helped us kind of quadruple backflip into next week's uh, episode. We'll leave it at that. But Oh my God. I can't wait. Out. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to sign up for the Patreon until October. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's fucking free for all the until that adult civilians. until that adult novel uh, advance hits. The soiled oh, masses, God. the gutter that's, snips. The most fucked up thing about being an author for real is you get you get paid in these just these checks, and then it's crickets for like a year right. and a half. <laughs> I, and and as a published author, as the only other published author, Lawrence did a Lawrence did a photo book. Uh, first of all, we call them from his friend Kevin. We call, we call them picture books. It's for children. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, that's it. Well, you get the you get that advance up front, and then you got to be real responsible with that money. Which I I wish I could go back in time and say, hey, which it sounds like, Mary, you you are responsible with the money, and that you have uh, socks from 2012 on. That's yeah. cool. true. Very frugal. <laughs> no, I mean, first of all, I fucking am, and second of all, yo, what, what you COI, do? Child of immigrants. 
that, but also unlike Lawrence, I keep writing books. Right. So I do keep consistently getting large checks. Yeah, you have what they call a one hit wonder. Actually, you know what's weird? I was thinking about this. Doesn't like fuck yeah menswear feel so long ago to you emotionally? Oh, it feels like a di- like a different person even pretended to write that book in the book. Well, emotionally, Lawrence is still 22, so it's fine. Well, he was like nine the when best he wrote emotion. that. Yeah. Right. Uh, being 20, first of all, being 22 is, like, if you could be any age, would you not be 22? That's what I would pick. That's fuck the best no. age. Being a 22 year old woman, that's trash. Oh, okay, that's totally different. I forgot that you're Fuck, bro. Every, every. We're waltzing around the world with all y'all idiots at fucking yeah, 22. That's Men tough. Trash. What would your ideal age be if you had to stick, if you like died and like stuck at an age? You know what? I'm not even fucking kidding. 40 is a good ass age. 40. Yeah. And I okay. know that the drop off is going to be precipitous because like as an Asian person, you're just oh, like sure. out here looking what taught. Yeah. And yellow, yellow to mellow. Right. Like Asian don't raisin. Yep. But you go from that to like a gnarled, like just <laughs> fucked just up. A rock. <laughs> yeah, just totally. like a fucking rock. Exactly. Right. Just like the most like just yeah. crooked ass fucking get those fucking moles that have one giant long hair <laughs> totally totally like yeah. everything's just a grimace yeah that. but I, I'm, I'm excited for that just fucking hunched over just pushing my little cart you know i'm excited <laughs> to be a fucking crank old asian man totally so like that's that's coming but the thing that's fucking crazy how old are you? i know you just turned 34 who you yeah and then how old are that. you, Lawrence? I'm 33, about to be 34 in April. Okay. The next five years are so fucked up. For who? Both For of both us? of you. How so? Based on your experience. As a man? Because, because yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, no. wait. Mary, Mary, I'm a white man. So, <laughs> you know, just to, be, just to be clear, I'd like to just say this on record. I'm good. All right. Yeah, he's, he's head Unfortunately, cis. No, he's quite. Quite. And also quite. married to a beautiful person. Yes, like true. that's... That, Thank continues God. to be hilarious. <laughs> hey, listen, will you, know, you don't Mary, need to will you know, tell me. Will you know that you've made it when one of your books appears on her IG story because she's become a book fluencer? She, she's she, a voracious, she prefers voracious reader because it's really more about the love of the game and not VR, the politics. Right, right. Um, right. It's like the journey and less about like yeah, the, the destination. Real books, exactly, the real books yeah. are the friends she made along the way. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, can you say why the next five years are going to, or six, five, six years are going to be the because worst for us, generally speaking? not prepared for how much you'll age specifically in the next five years. I think James, we've talked about this before. I think, and listen, I love James. I only have good things to say about him for the most part. With that said- In front of the paywall. (laughs) Preface, preface, preface. With with that said, he is a absolutely self-absorbed, superficial, uh, like, you know, skin deep narcissist. And he's- Well, you have to be, you have to be when you're dating in 2020, right? Because like, again, it's all image. Yeah, dude, what's going on? because you ended a thing and or a thing ended near you <laughs> yeah oh, did you hear about that on a the other podcast when's this gone because apparently all they no i'm just kidding um yeah no i'm just currently single single as a pringle you know it, i don't know really know what dating is like in quarantine but you take um, care of yourself you do like you are like i don't the joke is that i do like no grooming uh we just had the revelation wait, that i use the same beard trimmer on my face that I use on my balls. So clearly. But that's weird. like literally fucking everyone, right? Like, thank you. Thank you. That's a 22 year old. That's a 22 year old. Satisfaction. That's a 22 year old move, not a 33 year old move. Do you have a dedicated one for your balls and a dedicated one for your beard? James You're alive. Me? Yeah. But yeah. I also just like yeah, had to get bad. the beard joint. Cause this is, this is all new. Right. 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 Chef well, too. Right. 
not just for his balls, but also his asshole. Wait, James, are you terrified of, of aging? No, but um, I'm definitely getting more grays. But I think it's that's good. Again, that's distinguished, though. That's another. Different. That's another double standard for right. Men and also, women. James, you have, kind of have that like, like you know, man, child, adult, boy thing. Like and boy, so, yeah. if you get gray, that that does actually look good for you. But I'm just saying, you'll look so cute until you're 37, yeah. 38, and then and shit then just begins to happen. Is it because like is that why guys in their late 30s all of a sudden they're like, yo, I'm into fitness now? Exactly. Right. And it's so tragic. And you're like, what is happening? And then like, I don't fuck with dairy no more. All that stuff. Right. And you're like, That's oh, hubris. okay. Yeah. Well, I went on a nine hour bike ride today. So I think I'm good. Like yeah. things like that, for example, oh, they'll yeah. say, and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> yawns. Um, ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and it's then 7 p.m. It's time to go to bed. Wait, yeah. sweatshirt is oh, right. literally, again, my frugal nature. I think it's like an eight year old American apparel, all cotton Sick. crew neck. Damn. You cop, the, cop at a house in street, chilling on the bench. <laughs> little bumps right. outside of pianos circa circa charney yeah okay. i was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say is that it was that copped from like a that was copped from an og establishment correct i would imagine. no i mean eight years ago that i mean the match was a ago. fucking long time ago eight years ago you were on the rihanna plane so maybe the that's insane this is like, like, older. So what, like the north no, six no. the north six location <laughs> yeah exactly it's like it's like circa that okay yeah when north six was yeah it had like when uh, we when we still had brick and mortars right right when Williamsburg yeah. was still cool. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Which, um, honestly, unless we forget American apparel, brick and mortar, that's just a box for sexual harassment to happen. And really, when you think, when you think about it. True. It's like, lest we forget Mary for, yeah. for real. Thank you for the tee up with the sexual harassment. Lest we forget the panties. Yeah. The panties and bra, yeah. if any. Wow. You really I, are a transition God, bro. I got to give it to you sometimes. God. Uh, like so many respectful women on the show gap. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's a big, is that that's a Is that though? Is that bad advice to give to our impressionable young male listenership, um, our own young adults who are going to be like, "Oh, I need to get my girl a gift. I'm going to buy her the if you know, you know, Gap underwear recommended by such Got that luminaries as pussy. Mary H K Choi and Nomi Fry." And who really, the fuck the is other- out here <laughs> buying panties. For their partner. Oh no! Well, that's Again, what I'm saying. This Lawrence is, is still spice. 22. He still goes fuck? into Victoria's Secret and gets some fucking lip gloss for no, his girl. That's no, not like Maxim magazine advice <laughs> right there. What the? Fuck? Hey, you guys see this in a, all, You guys see this in FHM? First of all, I was gonna say I'm a subscriber <laughs> of FHM. Okay, so put some respect. <laughs> No, I'm just again. There's impressionable young men out there. Are you rocking right, the Gap, right. the Gap Yeezy panties? Yeah. No, come just on now. Line, After today's regular. flame out, <laughs> are you? Have you just been a Gap girl for years? Is that just like the go-to? No, I like dabbled in other things. Like you, you kind of go on this like tangent where you're like, I'm going to invest, and then right. you're like, the fuck am I doing? It's literally underwear. You know what Gap should do is they should really remix WAP. Nope, probably not. Yeah, Did you hear the silence? That was yeah. so long and painful. Chef will cut that. Right. Chef will cut that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You may be a transition god, but you can't fucking tell a joke to see. You're trying to be relevant, you know, celebrity yeah. culture and shit. Um, and do you have any, are you bedazzled? But Julie, you have the tiny Rihanna diamond on a belly button ring or anything? Or what do you I got have my on? wedding band. Okay. Ooh, cool. And I have my father's wedding band that no longer fits him. Does huh. he have gout? Yeah, what's the deal? Actually, he literally has gout, and now you're an wow, asshole. He's a, he's a gout wow. chaser. This wow. is, no, that's, this is the second week in a row where a guest has either had gout or been gout adjacent. Yeah, I mean, that used, to be chasing. Like, <laughs> that used to be like the thing of like emperors, right? You had to be yeah, rich, when you, rich, or when you went, rich guy. Or, 
when yeah. you went on a cruise and only ate shrimp and yeah. wine for six days. Right. Exactly. And now rich guys look like Jeff Bezos. He looks like terror. He looks like shit. He's all, you know, he's not, he's in shape. If he's, he's that, he's the richest guy. He should be fucking the fattest guy, right? Well, no, because now it's all about that whole, um, like oh, stoicism shit. Eating from the babies. Yeah, oh, like, they're like, like IF. No, they're not. <laughs> like Jack, like Jack shit. Like, uh, oh, yeah, shit. Like Jack. He's even on his own. That's so whack, dude. If Jack you're is like, like that you're a billionaire fucking... and you're not fat as shit, you're a fucking loser, dude. No, yeah. but like that manorexic, like eating, like intermittent fasting, eating oh, only yeah. on Wednesdays lifestyle, like, I think they're going to live forever. That's well, like, they're, the they're literally trying, they're literally funding yeah. science to like live forever. Walt like Disney it's either it's shit. either it's either like right, Walt Ted, Ted Williams, Walt no, Disney. No, it's either it's either freeze yourself, upload your brain to the computer to the mainframe, or what happened to the the thing with the young like the young blood, like literally siphoning off the blood from young people and like I think that's from a vampire movie. No, that's no, deadass. That was like a thing. Oh, no, that's that's that was it was a joke on uh, uh, what's the show Silicon Valley because it was no. like a thing. Yeah, that because people were it doing. was a thing for a while. Yeah, yeah totally. Like a pla- some like pla- plasma, plasma. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it, the um, thousand, it's called the thousand year foundation. Like there's an actual like think tank that is like dedicated to figuring out how to live forever. That all these rich fuckos are funding because they want to live you forever. Imagine if it's just a world of like these fucking assholes though. That would suck. I feel like I'm in it with my white co-host. It's trash. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> fucking pump the brakes. But I was going to actually ask politely. Um, can I ask Mary one more John's related question before we complete the fit check and move on? And I throw the whole show over to you and you do your thing. Thank you. Can I have let's your, that. Yeah. you cool. Yeah. So let's talk wedding bands real quick. Cause, and I'm only asking this Mary because you mentioned yours and your dad's and I get questions about this as the only married guy on this podcast, just like right, I'm the, the only, only desirable person. Author. Other right, than exactly. Me. Right. Guys always ask me for like wedding band stuff. And like, I know that most dudes know that like titanium, like ones are fucking corny, but what does your dad have? And what would you recommend for a guy to get? What do you, what is your, what does your boo thing have? What do you, my like? partner does not wear a ring. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. And it's actually really, he doesn't, care for rings or monogamy he's, no i'm kidding <laughs> yeah i was gonna say what's the what is he really doing here he doesn't wear a watch no so not he's clean mm, he's like not that guy Natural. got it so no wedding ring so what is what do you what is your wedding band it's just a go, a plain gold tiny band with no conflict anything on it like all nice. i knew about no my blood ring <laughs> exactly <laughs> is that i didn't want an emoji wedding ring like What's that, that fucking six oh. prong solitaire on a gold band with oh, the, like that God, shit. Yeah. I was just like, that is so corny. And I, I don't believe in spending a lot of money on like jewelry diamonds. Sure. Like right. it just has no function. There's no put the Rihanna one in there. Yeah. That's right. True. So what, that what, what, did your, what did your dad rock? Cause I would imagine he, how, how long have your parents been married? He probably got, that's an old, that's an old classy classic. Are you ring, calling sure. me old. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm yeah. So this old. is also just gold. Okay. Uh-huh. Just regular, regular, regular. What's that the width? Good, that good tiger economy, you know? It's so like, what? it's around like, like 10 millimeters probably. Really? Yeah. That's pretty thick, I would say. Yeah, it's thicker. What I would recommend if anyone out there wants to cop what Larry, aka John Legend has, I have a five millimeter platinum round band. That's All right. Now that we've lost Thanks, Mary. the lion's share of <laughs> listeners because Lawrence yeah. had to talk about fucking wedding rings no, it's a for thing six that minutes, people have been which no one me. cares about. Six Bro. people have asked you. The 20 yeah. million seem, that are actually 17.5 million. You seem really bitter about million. the breakup, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to, I'm in charge of biz dev, right? And so I'm trying to juice the numbers and Lawrence tossing in a fucking dud. We've, you know, we, we've each thrown a fucking dud now. Um, so that's two duds oh, before okay. you even get to the three main subjects of this podcast. Yeah. Which Mary, as you may or may not know, it sounds like, you know, three main subjects of this podcast. The only podcast that matters, despite what these other podcasts might claim are money. Lawrence. What? No, you got to say money. Oh. I said money. Ka-ching. <laughs> Meats and cheeks. And most, <laughs> we're off to a rough start here. And most what? importantly, <laughs> the goddamn motherfucking boys. Wait, what do Larry I say for what ourselves. do I say for meat and meat and cheeks? Am I, I supposed know, to say something? I don't like know. That? I don't think so. Dude. Make that noise. Um, sex and dating. <laughs> sex and dating. Stuck in fucking. All right, we're gonna start with ourselves. <laughs> the most important and compelling topic, and hopefully regain some listeners, even though they've tuned out or fast forwarded through the wedding band talk. Uh, so, Mary, the last time we were texting for this, the last time I texted you. You were writing an Ian Connor profile for Complex Style, and like wow. you gave me his number, I asked for his number, whatever. So my question is, am I canceled? I think you canceled both of us with that wow. statement. Like, why Good. would you begin that? I thought we were t- getting out of the duds into that. Like, I think yeah, you no, dry snitch, starting, bro. That's dry snitch. You dry snitch, yeah. and also like kind of like prehistoric dry snitch. Like, what year was that? If, it, if we were on the Rihanna plane in 2012, when you did exhumed. This this was uh, oh, we probably some shit that. on like the oh. cool teens or whatever, or king of the a, king of the youth. The king of the youth, yeah. K-O-T-Y. No, I mean uh, yeah. that was a long time ago. And do you do you scrub? Do you try to scrub that from the internet? Like, is that what you're? No, I do? just I just let the internet rock. I I make mistakes, and I can just make do. my yeah. amends. Nobody's shooting a hundred percent from the field besides the goddamn motherfucking boys. So, like, you know, you can't hold people to that standard. You know, people slip yeah. up every now and then. It's yeah. true. We're mortal. Speaking of standards, um, you know, you you are two for you have two uh, YA novels out there. You got two in the works. We're gonna get to everything. Um, but your first two New York Times bestsellers, you're batting a thousand. Mm. Um, similarly, we're kind of yeah. batting close to or near a thousand when terms of hitting number one on the fashion podcast charts every week, which we pour over and you know sift through every week. Yeah, we dissect. Do you pay attention to the charts when you put shit out? Do I pay attention to the New York Times bestselling list when I write a book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like a huge concern of yours? Yeah. Absolutely. And I know how ridiculous that sounds because I'm out here I'm complaining, all. being like, I'm worried that I'm not going to be the best because you just sound like an asshole when you say stuff like right. that. But seeing as you guys also fly so close to the sun, like, <laughs> right. of course you worry about it. You, you, it's the shittiest thing to lose, right? Hmm. Like that, that fall from the top. Like, I mean... I'm never going to be that person who's just like number one out the gate because that is like your pre-sale game has to be so beastly for that to happen. And the people who like go out on the top and then stay there just like dominate for like a hundred weeks, like you're just like golden forever. So like, I just try to even like get in there and cling and and then I dangle usually for like a month which is also huge. And then I, I drop off, but like to be able to get that is nobody can take that shit away from you. Right. right. Like you're a new for the rest of your fucking life. You sure. almost resent the fact that you had, like you set the bar so high, so early in your career. Now you have to like continue to sounds like continue to like best yeah. yourself. Now and, the, now and the, keep the momentum going. Like you, you like you want it, but like now, like you said, like God forbid you lose it. Where the fuck do you go from there? Right. Right. I mean, because God forbid you're out here being like, oh, it's just a privilege to be nominated because like, <laughs> I mean, I just would cry forever and I would hate myself and I'd be like, what's the point? 
right. you have to win. And this is this is what came from your time with DJ Khaled, ghostwriting his yeah. book. Yeah. Exactly. Have to win. And that was also a New York Times bestseller. So Number like one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of it's securing the bag and some of it's securing the emotional bag of needing that little bit of like just a hit of morale. Are, are you like, are you competitive? No, that's a lie. Like the, <laughs> you're competitive against yourself though. Right. Yeah. Personal bests. Right. For sure. But so at what point, cause you're so your success is emotional. I, I agree. Um, not that I think oh, James really. and I have maybe like scaled the same mountains that you have um, in terms of like the recognition that being are you sure. But again, New York times bestsellers list is like crazy recognition. That's household recognition that like every parent understands versus James and I trying to describe professional. It's how like, it's how like an actor now when they, when they win the it's Oscar, awesome. they're like Oscar winning actor, actress. Right. You're now like New York times bestseller. But at what time, point, at I, guess my, I guess my question here is like, does the emotion ever inform the creative process, which is such a slippery slope where you're like the, the title needs to be more clickbaity or the plot needs to be juicier, right? Like, I, you know, you don't want to lose the plot, no pun intended, because you're so focused on that chasing that emotional high that comes with success, right? You can't, you can't worry about where the book's going to go. You cannot worry about who's going to read it. You cannot worry about any of that shit because the second you do that, you are no longer inside of your book and you are fast forwarding and doing some weird fucking dance about trying to read a book that does not fucking exist yet. And you know that if you're in a book, you're in the fucking weed. It's like you, it's like looking at a picture up so close that it's all just like scattered pixels. Like you don't know what's going on. So exactly. the numbers come into play the second that you hand in the draft, right? That's what you're saying? Okay. No, when... Once the anxiety edited, has a roadmap is what you're saying. Exactly. Because, and then the self-loathing can begin about all your like imposter mm, syndrome and all that sure. shit. Like once you're worried about it hitting, but until that point, you cannot come out of yourself and worry about what you look like because you'll be fucked for, like you'll be fucked up forever. It's kind of like when you're, you know how James, when you like are on Instagram too much. Yeah. And then Absolutely. you just have a hangover because it's like compare and despair. And you're like, oh, that guy's beard looks so much better than mine, et cetera, et cetera. Which I, I don't ever think that, but yeah. Right. I'm just, uh, rhetorically, rhetorically. Right, right, right. No disrespect. <laughs> but like that shit makes you sick and you can't ever create from there. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's boxing yourself in before And what you is James start. creating the scenario? Like a selfie, a cute selfie where he looks fuckable? Well, yeah. James here is traps. curating a beautiful podcast. Yep. Sure, and organizing fair. it largely and, and texting me with questions at the last <laughs> minute. Largely in spite of me, to be totally frank. Actually, yeah. what is the dynamic of that? Like, how come James does so much of the work? Uh, he's I a think fucking Lawrence, sucker. No, no, I'm, to, I'm the face of the, the operation. operation. Is this going to be like, call her daddy, and like one of you guys is going to be like, <laughs> Fingers I, did, I didn't edit it, da 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 No, that's why we left a, a certain place, because we didn't want, we knew that we'd be stronger together on our own yeah, we need right, each other right. no we need each other it's no, a yin and a yang it's the duality of man we, we've talked about this a lot i think recently now that we have no one else to blame when we were at <laughs> bar stool sports we were always like yo the fucking evil empire well, look despite despite now it's just you don't despite have despite us butting heads and yes like me doing the majority of um making this podcast a very profitable endeavor <laughs> we have found some success and you know, to continue talking about ourselves, the the first topic off the bat, um, you know, in the, in the highly lucrative and, and very crowded fashion podcast space, Lawrence and I, we're not just infamous, right? We're also famous. And I had to, I had to explain to Lawrence the difference between infamy no, and fame. No, you did not. That was the notoriety we that, were arguing oh, about. Oh, you didn't that. know what notoriety meant. No, um, that's, fuck you. Are you famous in like the YA literary world? Like when you first no, came on, I think I Emergency so. Contact had just come out. 
or was on its way out. You're now two yeah. for two bestseller. You have a fucking script in the works. You have another novel dropping in March. You got your first adult novel signed for who knows when. Like you, you have, have YA clout, fucking star now. No, like you can't deny that. You definitely have clout in the YA game for sure. Ish, because Ish. when you talk about YA, that's like so many people. That's literally like fucking like I mean J.K. Rowling's middle grade, and she's also like a a turf nightmare. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah. Um, but like. So you do have people who are just like legends, like and and some of them are my friends, but these people are huge, and you'll you'll just big see it. fucking flex alert. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like you know how you okay? Are you boys with JK? Yeah, J. Yeah, no. is that is that who? <laughs> I'm no, like no. Jay Caspi and Kang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you, you, you know how like fail gang. Throw gang. Throw gang. Throw gang. Oh, shit. We lost the intellectual property. It's totally fine. Just keep it pushing. Pretend it didn't happen. All right. You know how your your squad or there's, like... There's, your, no, there's no racer on this pencil. Rogan. You're, you're a fan army. You know how like they're passionate? Yeah. But they're kind of concise. Like the Navy. Right, right, right. Like the Navy. But it's they're like concise? The, <laughs> like people who fuck with me, fuck with me heavy. Mm. But then the people outside of that have no idea. What are your I fans am. called? The, they the, don't have a... Toy Boys. Toys. The toy Boys. Why would toy, they be boys? Yeah, that's girls. why I said toy boys. Why I said toys. Yeah, toy. I mean, from like a gra- graffiti standpoint, like why would they be called toys? Yeah, the HK, the HK kids, the HK kids. Totally. Yeah, the Mary yeah. Fairies. Oh, yeah, that's the fairies. Fairies. Do you? How do you? Is your? Does your fan base like? Are they rabidly uh, engage? Like sliding to your DMs, hitting up? Do you get recognized on the street? Like, how do you Ooh. engage with your fans? Actually, sometimes I'll get recognized on the street just by like. Just like random Asian heads, like that's it's like some thing where it's like, oh, were you on Vice? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'm Korean. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> but like, um, what if they're wrong? Are they are they being racist? I mean, like, are yes. you that woman from a? Uh, sure. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an Asian thing from Crazy Rich Asians, and you're like, no, you're. You just I think wish, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you just say yes. <laughs> yeah, totally, a hundred percent. No, I mean, like, I can tell when I'm at a book thing, like, who reads mm. me. They usually have like. They usually dress like they're from the nineties. All black. All black. They have very, very good eyeliner game. Right. <laughs> gang sure. gang. Right. And so like the people who fuck with me fuck with me. But it's right. not like everybody. Do you, you want to be famous? Yeah. Do you would you want to be stopped in the street for like selfies more often? Cause like I can't lie. It's a massive ego stroke when it happens for like James and I, maybe once every couple months. Maybe once a month, if we're lucky. Depending on how quick, how much you walk past like certain areas and sure, exactly. laps around three sixteen. Fucking Nanamika, like laps. Sure, sure. Hey, sure. you going in, you going into eighteen East? Yeah. Do you? Uh, I'm. I'm do you, <laughs> no, me. No, me. For you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't think so. I really would rather be super rich. I would be. Uh, sure. I would so much rather be stealth rich. That's like, the people, that's the East Asian in you. Well, no, when it's like people in the industry is like, oh shit, na na da 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 Like I want people in my lane to want me dead because they're so filled with Damn. envy, okay. but I don't want to be known beyond that. You can't eat clout. Exactly. No. Can't pay your rent with clout. Can't eat it. That's for damn sure. Well, look, in, your, in your constant uh, obsessive quest to get super filthy fucking Bezos rich. <laughs> You're dropping I'm not your trying third. to be like Bezos rich is fucking problematic, dude. Like Bezos rich oh, yeah. is some shit where like Bezos can't live his life without some fucking person on Twitter being like, hey, why don't you solve world hunger? Does anyone ever think about what Jeff Bezos is trying to do, huh? Does anyone care Je- about you that think guy? Jeff Bezos why looks does at his Twitter Jeff plus? Bezos 
<laughs> Wasn't it true that Bezos for a while was the only person he followed was his ex-wife? Yes, for I sure. Mean, that I was mean, true. Jesus Sounds like a fucking Christ. simp. That's like the exact. It's like the last ten minutes of the fucking Facebook movie oh, documentary. But, the documentary, the Social Network. You mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fame documentary yeah. scored by Trent Reznor, The Social Network. Um, yeah. Trent I mean, Reznor and Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch. It's true. <laughs> Beg my pardon. And so the last ten minutes of that. I mean, it's like, and even like Zuck being like, "Oh, I'm suing like literal indigenous people because I want this private island to be more private." I'm just like, motherfucker. Yeah. If that's how your vacation has to be because you're so hated and you're so problematic and you're literally trying to run away from your own fucking soul <laughs> that you need your private island to be that private. I'm like levels be like, why do you need right. your life to be this way? Bezos too. Why do you need to destroy? Is that where Zuck was when he was, when he was in the fucking white face with his with juicy the dumper out? Yeah. Is that where? <laughs> He was, he was wakeboarding or kite surfing or some shit. And when he was, super when he was wake, wakeboarding and shredding gnar. <laughs> he, was, he was in Kauai, Hawaii, which is like the most undeveloped. Yeah, I mean, I knew he island. wasn't like skimboarding in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, but I didn't know if he was like on his private island. But like, what is his life? Like, wherever he goes, there he is. Like, what kind of fucking nightmare shit is that? Do you know yeah. what I mean? You look in the mirror and you're like, oh, why do I have to be this like Borg baby? Like... Well, you don't want to be, so you don't want to be Zuck rich. You don't want to be Bezos rich, but you don't want to be Mary HK Choi, whatever the fuck you call yourself now. You want to be somewhere between. I want and- to be wealthy. I just want to buy. Stealth wealth. Stealth, Stealth wealth. wealth. Exactly. Yep. Okay. In your quest. Surveillance wealth. In your yeah. quest to acquire this wealth, you're dropping your third, Mary, I'm trying to set you up to plug your shit. Oh, thanks. Dropping sorry. your third YA <laughs> novel called Yoke. Yoke. In March. Yoke six months from now. Is, it, is this the, first March. of all, is this, a, is this the start of your like press run for Yoke? Oh, yeah. Are we the sure. start? Yes. In, inaugural press run. Damn. Because well, my that, core audience and the overlap with your Patreon subscribers, it's like, it's not two circles. It's just one. Yeah. Right. Like the Venn eclipse. diagram is a circle. For and it's as robust circle. as Zuck's dumper. Um, yeah. Exactly. Both what's cheeks. this fucking book about? Because I, I saw yeah. Gian post it and I was like, yo, can you give me a two page book report before end of day? And he said, no. I know because about? I know for a fact you guys are such fuckers. Like you, you invite me onto your show. You're like, hey, what kind of movies are you banging? Da da da. I'm like, fully, I'm an author. Are you ever going to read a book? Like, my god, no. I, have, I have hard enough just, time keeping up with the New Yorkers talking to the town. Just the Bible. Just, just, the, just the good book. Just, 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 the, just, just <laughs> me and me and Yay. You right, exactly. Saying? Just the Bible quoted by Ye. Also, someone brought up a good point. The motherfucker quotes the King James Version. What kind of colonial ass white people should I know. That? Like, it's kind of, it's a bad, I mean, that's the thing with Ye, right? Like, even when he's, well, he's like born again. That's how I see him now, right? He is, and I'm not trying to steal, and we don't need to talk about Kanye because we're going to talk about Mary, but the way I see it is like, and I'm not trying to take this, you know, his religious experience away from him, but the way that it appears to me, an outsider, is that he is just his fucking version, the Calabasas Def Jam version of a born again. That's like what it is, right? It's the corniest of the corny. Just Lawrence, just I mean, ripping, ripping the church from the black man. You, you fucking well, I just, see it. He, it just, it's like, I mean, it's like the the classic. He likes Osteen. Him and Joel Osteen are this are their their boys, right? That's how the only thing the you shit know. Is just, the shit is just kind of weaponized, yeah. and it's like convenient. And whatever, I don't, I don't really know what's going on with him. It kind of, it just bums me out. Like honestly, yeah. it's about the bottom line for him. He's made well, that very. But you clear. know what it's it is? It's money. like if you get to be a certain age, it means that for a while you loved Kanye with all your heart. You yeah. know what I mean? Like More. I am. Yeah, I gave like, everything for this man. <laughs> heart, brain, loins. <laughs> for exactly. real. But like, and so now it's kind of 
like fucking heartbreaking. It's, it's oh, just yeah, like the worst. It's it's the worst. And and people every- of our people in our like age group, I think, were the 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 had the hardest time letting go. And I yeah. think totally. for a lot of us, have we're kind of just like all right, Kanye, like Kanye canceled. Um, for yeah. a lot of us, because it's like I mean, that's and and, and, it, and it's just sad, and it just makes me think about like yo, I'm still I'm still sad that Donda died. You know what I mean? I'm just like that. To me, that's like I'm like God. Like that from then on, I'm just like. It's heartbreaking. So about my third book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give us the <laughs> elevator pitch the fuck out of us, dog. So it's tweet about... Length, tweet length. All right, all right, all right. Like extendo <laughs> no. tweet length or tweet classic? Tweet thread, tweet thread. All right, all right. I'm just going to take a picture from my memos about what this can book you, is about. Can you screenshot a PDF, just every <laughs> page, and just tweet it out, please? And then you and then you pick, And then you pissing on your like Peabody Award or whatever? Oh, that'd be rad. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's about two people living in New York, two sisters who are forced to swap identities because one of them has cancer and doesn't have health insurance. So it's like a sad parent trap. It is a sad parent trap. And there's also a lot of stuff about addiction, like self-harming with, you know, like sex and um, eating disorders. Self-harming sex? Like sex, sex, sex harming. (laughs) Wow. Um, Self-harming just with other people. So like getting, putting yourself in just like horrible compromising situations. situations. Yeah. 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 Just like Which the masochistic. Oh, for sure. 34 years. The, the masochistic version of that or totally. masochistic, masochistic nature of that. Totally. Like blunt force trauma. Of so it sounds people. like a real nice, quick beach read. Yeah, um, totally. So I thought it was really perfect for um, 2021. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just the kind of, that's what we need. To the palate cleanser that we yeah. need coming into yeah, yeah, early yeah. 21. It's kind of like an amuse bouche. It's like a foamed melon soup <laughs> chilled. Um, yeah. Some, no, tomato, some nice tomato water. Yeah, exactly. It's very, um, no, but it's kind of, a, it's a hopeful message ultimately. It's just a, yo, like being young in New York is deeply fucked up. How old are the, how old are these characters? They're in their early twenties. Okay. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big through line of this whole podcast is like our, we talk about our experiences being young in New York or early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties in New York. And hopefully like passing along lessons that we've like chef here just turned 25. Yeah. It's crazy. Chuck here just turned 20. I don't know. What are you? Chuck? Six. 26. 26. You're turning 27. Yeah. He's yeah. entering his, 20, his genius year. Yeah, um, it's, it's weird. I mean, but you've been here your whole life, so it's kind of different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I know where to like the good places of PR. Exactly. How, like, oh, that Dwayne Reed used to be a fucking, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you know where to take a nice, uh, bothersome free shit. Yeah, so, that Dwayne Reed used to be a Chase Bank. Circa quarantine, you can take a shit anywhere. Oh, yeah, I great. guess you're right. I, well, was in fucking, I was in fucking literal, um, like, Midtown. And shit? someone was deucing it up like oh, right in the middle nice, of the street. Sure. Like it was like New York classic. Right. I was also walking <laughs> it's the around. the old New York. It's the old New York. Everywhere. Nature is healing. <laughs> no, it's like, and fucking, I was in the East Village and like I turned a corner and someone just fucking straight shot up something like nice. right. Like, and I was like, oh my God, really though? Like, I mean, get it how you live. Wild. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Alfresco. Al fresco. Right. <laughs> so is it Al so fresco not, drug use is the best kind in my in my experience. Just, yeah, how, how outdoor dining. 
How European of you, sir. Yeah. So it's not it's not a romance, which your first two books were about, but more about like a relationship of sisters trying to like survive the fucking yeah, totally. dizzying highs and terrifying lows of New York in their early 20s. Exactly. It's that, that whole thing of like that schism between like what you think it will be like and what it actually feels like. And that whole thing of like almost getting the thing that you wanted and not having that sort of like dopamine hit last for longer than a second. The IG expectation versus reality. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What Fashion Nova looks like on like <laughs> ads and like what it might look like. This on. is the compare and despair that you referenced earlier, which I believe should be the title of this episode. This totally. is kind of like what you ordered online versus how it looks when it arrives. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how to ask this question, but you wanted to talk about it. I didn't know what the question was to ask, but is the eating disorder that you mentioned in the book, is that drawn from personal experience? Totally. So I am recovering bulimic. Okay. And um, yeah, that's just been like the way I've been since I was little. Like I've like super young. I mean, the thing is, it's like, that's, that's the dark side. Right. Like late, like dudes, it's like, if you're into fashion, like when you're young and this is only from my personal experience, like you do ingest so much about what like a beauty standard actually is. Right. And like, yeah. I grew up back in the day where like, it was like, like storm models, like freaking Kate Moss, like, like her heroin chic shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The worst C of the worst. CK one ads like that sure. whole thing. And it's like stick arms, not to body shame. Yeah. I mean, that stuff did infiltrate and that definitely got into a place where I was like, Oh, like to be fashionable or to be into that kind of thing. Like this is what the ideal is. Right. And, and this was a time when most of your media must have, or fashion media must have been consumed through, Magazines. Like magazines. Yeah. And like right. The, and this was like mainstream. This was like the big fucking. They were the number one perpetrators of right? Yeah. I mean, it was like back in the day when like, you know, Condé had money. Hey, no, it's <laughs> like. <laughs> God, their ass. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, you didn't really talk about um, how much those images were doctored. You didn't talk about like retouching stuff. Like you just didn't know about it. And again. Not, Prada. Exactly. And like. <laughs> But that's not even just why. Like, I think right. certain people just kind of get in a sort of headspace where you want to control things in your life by controlling this one aspect of it. And so, yeah, the the book talks about that pretty frankly. I mean, the thing is, like, my my first book is a romance and it's very sweet, but at the at the core of it is a story about sexual trauma and trust and and anxiety attacks and money. And the second book, it's hugely about, I mean, the second book is like basically like a dude falls in love with a pop star and hijinks right. ensue. But a lot of it is about student loan debt and credit card debt and how fucked up you feel when you're dating someone who's famous and you're fucking broke. And so the third one is about relationships and like New York and how exciting that shit is. And like, you know, school and just being in this town that can be so dazzling, but also being really fucking sick. Right. Did, did the eating disorder or the, the external factors that contributed to it, did it like heighten or worsen when you moved to New York as an adult and you were a, like a cultural reporter, for lack of a better phrase, Dude, and surrounded by like cool, hot, young fucking fashion and like, right. all, like all that shit. Like, did that not Yo, help the cause? Well, I mean, when I moved to New York, I lived in a rent-controlled apartment on Lafayette between Prince and Spring. Damn. And it was rent-controlled for $700. Heesh. Be careful was, what you wish for. As I'm saying. And and I, my deli, like my freaking bodega was the one that all the models used to go to. Mm. So I would literally just be in there, like just scrubbed out, just buying some 
for, I don't even right. fucking know what. And it chopped cheese. Is that, well, I mean, back in the day, they yeah. didn't really have that, but sure. like, um, some you know, whatever. Doritos. Salsa. You're buying Doritos and an Arizona <laughs> iced tea. <laughs> exactly. Wait, yeah. Some paste piccani salsa. <laughs> and right. that, you're, that was your hint of lime. You're like a, you're a Tostitos hint of lime. Yeah. 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 Salsa girl. That's what. No, I, I'm from Texas, man. Like I, I felt oh, the right. real shit, but like, Yo, so my dad's sister, my dad's sister married into the pace family. Shut really? Fuck up. Is I'm that related to the Paces? Yo, they, Mary, I we'll talk offline. That also, my wife, it, who's also from Texas, she's a Pace Picante. That's like that's the that's thing. Their that's, shit. That's made the in one. New York. It, it does, New York City. No, yeah. so like mm-hmm. the Pace Picante shit though, she fucks with that as a separate salsa category though, right? Yeah, like yeah, for yeah, breakfast not, tacos, whatever, but not probably, like for yeah. actual things. Talk. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you would have to listen. You could go on her salsa podcast and get the, and get the details. <laughs> but I just know that that that's uh yeah. If you're if you're, it's if an you're Texan, other regional thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so sure. like, yeah, I mean that's part of it. And then like going to fashion shows like yeah. in the tents like yeah. back in the day like that was also Damn. really talk about having money. I mean that it was a different time. They served Fiji water everywhere. Like you know, <laughs> just that. pull that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like these tiny bottles. No, like you did see it. And that was, that was like kind of the standard. Right. But then, you know, you sort of come into real life and then you realize that the truly fashionable people, fashionable people wear uniforms, right. That they're all super stylized and it's all about the theatric nature of like personal style and not just being like a giant fucking praying mantis looking motherfucker with like <laughs> right. whatever couture. And so you kind of learn about what fashion actually is. And that was like such a different moment for me. And that's but yeah, when you like goth. <laughs> exactly. That's when I became goth and wearing old clothes. Do you ever anecdotally hear from, or, or, or at that time, or you hear from guys that experience that that kind of stuff too? Like we've had our good friend Jeremy Kirkland, who is on this podcast, who, who does a great podcast in his own right, Blamo. He talked about like his body image issues, and I feel like that's something that guys who are into clothes specifically, like a lot of them are like in it to, because of the relationship that they might have to their own body dysmorphia. And I'm wondering if you have like heard anecdotally of guys dealing with a similar thing. I haven't really heard of it. I haven't really asked, you know, it's kind of a personal thing. I don't know if it, like, if it was something that came up because of like, you know, anything that you had done. There's like a I, Facebook group for it. Yeah. Right, totally. Just like, yeah. Um, no, I mean like it's pretty unsolicited. Like I wouldn't just be like, excuse me, you look like <laughs> someone with an eating disorder or should have one, you right. know? Oh, it, damn. That's a, I, that's a, that's an Anna Wintourism. You look like you have an eating disorder. It's a have high you con- compliment. Have you You're considered? Uh, yeah. No, it's I like. I love you. You look right. I mean, but you can't fuck around and be like, it would be so fucking inconvenient if like your entire wave was like, I'm health goth speaks to me and you're just not that particular, you know, physique. Say you're not that, that morphology. Like, I mean, sure. Like you could probably have some eating disorder issues to me, like no disrespect, but like certain, I mean, like certain brands, I'm like, they're all rail thin and that's the aesthetic. I mean, you know, Celine, it's really anywhere Eddie Slimane has a job. Really. Anywhere he's, <laughs> has ever a, even grazed past. Yeah, where yeah. he's do, fucking do employed. Think, do you think the recent, uh, I guess I'll call them efforts to kind of like uh, diversify sizing of models or the, the product itself, do you think that that's a genuine change? And to be honest, like seems like it would be economically smart because you can now, you have more potential buyers or do you think it's the same way that we kind of joke about 
you know, but there's some truth to it where all these brands are doing sustainability yeah. as a fucking right, you know, buzzword. Signaling, blah, blah, 100%. Yeah. It's a yeah. branding tool. So what do you no, think of I like think, the, the sizing I the, issue? I think the sizing thing now is fucking awesome. And I think it's genuine. And I, I do agree with you. I think it's like fiscally and pecuniarily speaking, fucking wise. Like, it's a why fiduciary would we, responsible move. <laughs> fiduciary, yeah, totally. It's, it's, Lawrence, it's I'll explain the meaning to you. I have, no, I'm, just, I'm just laughing that you think it's the brand's fiduciary responsibility for <laughs> who the board the board of directors to make calls for more look people. At, look, at board. look at Fenty. Look at Rihanna. I, 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 have, no, the, actually, I have I was, the glass half empty. I'm not saying for everyone, but I always approach fashion, which is notoriously one of the most corrupt fucking scumbag industries. I think that if you, if it, if it's a. Oh shit. Yo. Damn. Fashion cut him off. Lawrence get cut off. The thing, I mean, Lawrence is talking about high fashion, but I think like, and that's why they're all fucking. Lawrence, you're back, but like we lost you there. And that's fine, but that's why they're getting the lunch eaten by these D to C brands, right? That are like, did my whole rant get cut off? God damn it! Totally. Yes, you're like something, something. I hate fashion. Don't send me any more free clothes. No. Um, And then I don't know what else happened. Wait, no, I'm just saying is, that I don't. I don't believe it. I I take the glass half empty. I don't. But listen. that's why fashion is. Who's you fashion, don't believe it? I feel like for men, maybe fully for men, maybe. Who is any? But is anyone even doing it for men? I don't know. I think that's the, the weird du- reverse fashion double standard actually, that you see in fashion, which is the one place that like people care about men less. Actually, <laughs> what the fuck? There's such a good point. Like, yeah, who I mean, the fuck is out here doing the, like the hardest size? industry to succeed as a straight white oh my God. male is creatively in fashion. Not like as an executive, but that's like, why Lawrence is a fucking pioneer. <laughs> I am basically the Rosa Parks of men. That's what I'm trying to say, Mary. Wow. Thank you. For and what does Kanye West have to say about any activist? What did he say about Harriet fucking Tubman? He called himself Matt Turner today. So I mean, you know, Oh my God. Sorry. I keep thinking about it, but no, was, I mean, I feel like, I feel like some of it's virtue signaling, signaling, but some of it, especially like, like that sweet price point, like, things that move like the Fenty stuff, I think is genius. But this is fashion with a capital F is the most hesitant and reticent to change. And that's why they're fucking dinosaurs that are getting their lunch money taken from them, from the D to C's from the brands that are like, yo, I know what the actual consumer wants. I'm not stuck in my old racist European ways. Right. I'm, fucking, that, the I'm Robin. Is, I'm going to fucking give clothes to everybody. The and they're going to pay me money for dead. it. Yes. Like, let's be honest. Speaking of which, how are your DMA boots doing? Are they moving? Fantastic. Moving has, well. your, has your uh, influencer pair arrived? Yeah. <laughs> I got seated so long ago. No, like. <laughs> yeah. There's Eventually, a cute, by they're the coming probably, hopefully, Friday. To Thank be you. Do, you. Do you like them? They're really <laughs> cute. How does that work? Uh, our boy shoe. Chris Carrado was like, yo, Jimmy, you want to get lunch? And I was like, yeah, Chris, let me get you drunk and then pitch you on a DMA collab. And then it worked. Beautiful. That's so nice. You're so charming. Thanks. Yeah, He's our former boss. That's the thing that's really special about it, which we talked about a bit. It was a big full circle moment for us because it's a guy that we used to work for that like always fucked with us. But then like for him to like really see the yeah. vision, whether he was drunk and was getting yeah, yeah, an inbound yeah. pitch from James or not, like it's All a pretty right. sick moment. Peep this, peep this transition. He was our boss at our first like real New York fashion job. And it's so interesting. So I didn't realize this about um, Yoke is that there is the energy and the excitement around like being in New York in your early twenties. Is this, did you draw on your personal experience for that? And also when does this take place? Does it take place when you first moved to New York or does it take place in like, no, I mean this, it, this takes place now, okay. but like, you know, someone said that anything pre-March is a, is a period piece. This mm. takes place now, but not COVID. Right. Okay. 
And so, so did you draw on your experiences when you first moved to New York and you had that twinkle yeah. in your eye, that yeah, excitement? I mean, but then you got to understand when I first moved to New York, this was like, literally, let me paint you a fucking picture here. This was like Herve right. Legere, bodycon, bandage dress era. Meat packing, sushi exactly. samba, sex fashion, sushi. fashion night out. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, F- it was the best of times and it was also the worst of times. Yeah. Fucking Jared Leto showing up, you know, like anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking keep yeah, up with the Kardashians was, just launched. These these are like the Olsons, you know, like showing mm. up at like random parties. They rock oh, though. The oh, Olsons she. are the Olsons are timeless. I'll say yeah. that person. The Olsons are hard body as fuck. They rock. Like any the way what they do to a cardigan, it's just like mm. I mean, I don't fuck with the row. That price point is hilarious, well, but yeah. Maybe if you sell some books, then uh yeah. It's true, maybe it's true, maybe it's if true. you are a close personal celebrity friend Jonah Hill and actually had some real money, you might say. I thought it was really nice that he came back, and it made me really Us happy. Too. You Us guys too. seem so happy. Yeah, that's uh, one of those things that you like hope happens, but you're like, if when it doesn't, I'm not gonna be surprised. Who but asked him for the drop? Uh, like, until we all did. I think it was just yeah. like a. It was like, yo, there's a few things we got to do. Yeah, right. There's a there's a list here. <laughs> we drop. We have a podcast, and that's yeah. in that that's the order priority. We either drop first and the podcast second. Yeah. No, I figured because that's cute too. It makes me really happy. No, that's um, definitely our cutest moment. I would say it's so of Quar, the cutest moment of Quar. If, yeah, if I had to pick one of so many cute moments for the boys, it was definitely that one. It was your your Quartus moment for yes. sure. Um, <laughs> You'll hard and Quar. But, no, well, I mean, so, so that was the era, and so you yeah. know the shit was louder then, right? Like literally, this is like this. Someone was like, "Jay Z's opening a club," like. <laughs> Like this right. was this era. What was this, so, like 05, 06? No, this was like the year after fucking 9-11, man. Oh, true. And yeah. so this, yeah, it was just a different fucking time. And that's when things did feel so much more like. Pre-iPhone. Yeah, right. pre-iPhone. You know who the first person who told me about the fucking iPhone was? Steve Mark Jobs. Echo. <laughs> Hell yeah. boss. Fuck yeah. Shout out Mark. Shout out Mark Echo. Mark um, Mark is a very sweet man. Wait, so when I you're know. writing, yo. Did you ever go? Did you ever go to the Mark Echo Castle in Jersey? I did not go to the castle. You guys know did this? You? He, lives, he lives in a literal yeah. castle. No, I know. It's he not, sold like a like a like a fucking like, like, like a street, moat and like a turret. No, no. Streetwear brand crooks and castles about Mark Echo's house. No. What? I, no way. They're West Coast. No chance. Dude, wait, I wait. thought it was like some sort of streetwear skirmish. I thought the whole shit was the yo, we're really? street, we're street with the crooks, and we're fucking kings with the castles. No, I, mean, I thought it was that like, sounds corny enough that it might work. Might work, both, but both I think that corny. there was like a subliminal there. But really, maybe. Ha! Hold on, Mary. Uh, this is throwing fits, and we interrupt women, especially when it means <laughs> that we're about to make money as men, men who bet that hard-earned money on the gridiron. James, Giants fucking suck. We called it. See, that's the thing, man. No, everyone's like, "Oh, you left blank blank sports, and uh, you don't know shit about sports." You guys are just fucking fashion hipsters. Nope, we called it. We knew the Giants were going to be fucking straight trash, and they proved us right. You know, I'm betting against their ass. I'm taking all the free credits that we got from WME. Shout out Josh, the boy, and throwing, yeah. put it, betting it all against fucking Danny Dimes. Yeah, the Don's out of fucking up. If the Giants win, 
the Giants win, I'll fucking lose the money. But when they lose, I need to fucking, I need to get something for this emotional strain, terrorism, turmoil, as we said last week, as we so expertly dubbed it, so yeah. fucking cleverly. New we York should football, have a, we should Giants have a football We should have a football podcast. We called that the Giants yep. were going to lose when down 16-0. Guess what? They lost. Yep, we knew it. We, we absolutely knew it. Um, my bookie is where James and I, the, on, uh, the only podcast that matters, that's where we bet. And we only bet there. Um, it is a website and it is an app and you can use promo code throwing fits. James, how do I spell that shit? I don't have it written out here. So I'm going to wing it. T H R O W I N G F I T S. I'm illiterate, so I can't confirm or deny if that's how you spell it, but use promo code throwing fits and get your deposit doubled up to a rack, a stack, a G band. A band, and you know bands will make her dance. So Bandemics. bet now, um, so that you could have cash to use uh, tastefully to Top pay jobs. sex workers um, and compensate them. Um, my bookie, a better way to bet, bitch. Like you're very cool, but like you're cool for. Like, and we're cool for our age, right? This is all, these are fucking Zoomers. How do you tap into the zeitgeist for them? Nothing is more fucking Buscemi with a skateboard backwards cap than trying to talk Zoomer to Zoomers. So I don't do it. Okay. Are you on TikTok all day? No, I'm old. I basically allow the Instagram people to bring me my TikTok. Sure. in their stories. Like that's right. how I consume TikTok. But when it comes time for a reference in the book or some type of like cultural, you know, artifice that people can like, that the reader is going like, to, I think you meant to. artifact, but, um, I don't know. Maybe who's to maybe say artifice. You're the true, true. No, but like, I don't, I don't super worry about that. Okay. Like I'm you, not you are in- praised for being her very, being very skillful, naturally weaving social media and shit into your pros right because what what's the most douche chill inducing shit ever than like literally explaining a tiktok like like seriously like when someone's like these fucking old you know that fucking thing where you have the shoe and then you kick it off and there's a new shoe like that does Mm. not capture the majesty reels yes well not (laughs) reels not reels reels at all (laughs) i have never is that was the shoe thing a tiktok thing before i've only ever seen. yes lawrence i sent you a draft i never posted but i did the thing where i turn into a daniel son from karate kid come on bro you never sent me that that sounds on the group extremely terrible it's on the group text anyway sorry um Um, yeah so like i i just i just make them talk how people fucking talk it's like super bad it's like the people that wrote super bad Exactly. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah, yeah totally. Which I rewatched this past weekend. Phenomenal. Great movie. Holds Did up. you know that Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen were roommates? Mm, no. Did not know maybe. that. And that also... Know. It never came up when we talked to our they <laughs> Well played. <laughs> Have you been seeing Seth Rogen's fucking ceramics? Yeah. yeah. Yo, he's so you fuck nice with, them? with the kiln. Our yeah. homie works, works for Houseplant is the brand. Fuck. Yeah. Who would have thought? Like, I fucking love it. I think so it's much. sick. It's like a real legit lifestyle it's play so... that is so honest and makes so much sense for like the most famous stoner who's not Snoop Dogg and in the Willie moment. Nelson that, yeah, it's sick. In Quar. Right. Also, that shit makes me feel like not having kids is the way to go. Kids are mids. That's the, that's the unofficial stance of the podcast on children. Yeah. Kids Fuck are em. what? Kids mids. are mids. Fuck them. <laughs> Speaking of which, transition God right here, uh, you just recently announced that you're moving away from YA, young adult, into A, adult, 
you have your first adult novel in the works. I guess my first question is like, what does that exactly mean? Does that mean you can say like fucking like the characters can actually like put dick in vagina? Like, how does that work? First of all, that already happens in my books. Second of all, um, seven penny fucked. No. Okay. They're innocents. Did they make love? No. They make love. They make sweet love. They're in Texas. Um, they can't. You. They can't afford to uh, actually get pregnant. Dude, that's so real. Um, <laughs> oh, facts. They. So that's already happening in my books, which is kind of unorthodox for young adult. It's like people try okay. to call it new adult, whatever, whatever. Also, I don't like to call it moving away from. I like to see it more as me moving towards. Mm-hmm. You know just like abundance. No, I mean, cause I'm going to stay in YA forever, but I'm going to do this adult book and that's coming out in two years and it's called milk teeth and it's about a mother and daughter. And I think the thing that makes it adult is that the shit gets darker than dark, darker than eating disorders, cancer, yeah. How dark are we talking no health here? insurance. I think it's more like, it's like, it's just more advanced murder? in terms of no murder like, is like middle grade. <laughs> no, it's, advanced mean like complicated or nuanced yeah, or like complicated in terms of how you could feel about people and how you're like even something like how your mother could feel about you. Like I think it's like I think being seventeen is already NC seventeen as fuck. Sure. But then right reading a book about how like your mother's jealous of you. Like that shit's kind of dark. You know what I mean? Wasn't that kind of a theme in, in um, emergency contact a little bit with Penny and her mom? That was more Penny being jealous of um, Celeste because Celeste was so easygoing. Okay. But Celeste was like, but she was like the cool mom from mean girls, right? Where she's like, Hey, you guys, you guys fucking like (laughs) with the juicy couture sweatsuit and like the, the hard tits. And Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Yeah. yeah, totally. That was a classic move. No, she's more like the mom in like, um, Gilmore girls. Fucking crickets. But never um, heard of it. No, I'm kidding. But I've never watched it. I'm just yeah, but, catching up on the OC, so that's, that's <laughs> I, I like the part where you keep pretending like you read this book. That's actually which, my favorite which part. book? Emergency Contact. I read it. James, I was gonna say James, yeah. I wanna say he's very convincing. I think he actually did read it. I read Emergency Contact. <laughs> I think after, I have not. I'm not gonna pretend I have. No, I, I think after insulting. you came on the podcast, I read it. I have not read Permanent Record, but I did get cliff notes from Jean Lan. Yeah, um, when did he start his is when's his job starting? It started. It when's his, really? And when's his book club starting? Because apparently Well, he's on the book one. flow team. I mean, maybe yeah, we, that's maybe, true. We read your, mm. maybe we would read your book if you put us on flow team. Let's save that for constructive criticism, but yeah, I mean that's a fair point. You know, who's right, really right. to blame here? Fair enough. It's it's me. It's all me. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll definitely get you guys. Um So there's graphic sex through all your novels, so I'm definitely gonna cop up permanent yeah. record. You're doing a great sell for all the audience for, at home for too. you guys. Yeah, totally. I'm just it's like basically it, porn. Is there like, it's, do you, do you approach the two genres and for lack of a better, I, they are categorized differently, right? And I'm totally. sure that's like an industry thing, not necessarily like the, the art form. Like I'm sure obviously a ton of YA could be considered uh, a, and a ton of a could be YA and vice mm. versa. Um, but like, you, do you have to, whether it's from a creative standpoint or, a uh, industry standpoint approach these two genres differently i don't really think so like i definitely there's no point where i'm sitting there being like here i am writing for teens you know what i mean it's just more like i think again like going back to like early 20s like yo being that age is so fucked up like every expectation of you is that you're an adult and you should know what you're doing etc etc but like obviously you're just out here flailing and so I find that discordance kind of like 
interesting and that's what I'm interested in. So that's what I write about. Like, God, do you guys, I know you guys talked earlier about how you love being 22, but like, do you remember being fucking 22? Do you remember like that level of desperation where you're like, fuck what's going to happen to me? Just uh, taking, taking little airplane bottles into bars and ordering Diet Cokes and then being like, no, I'm, I'm not drinking tonight. And then just like showing up later, just like hammered. Like, yeah. Again, I'm a straight white guy. So I was kind of <laughs> fucking, you want to talk about flying too close to the sun. God damn. I was living in the sun 24 seven. I was in the zone all the pay, time, pay like Vigo Mortensen in Eastern Lawrence Armistice. was not in New York yet. He was in fucking North Carolina or some shit, uh, getting yeah, his haircut. That's at the fair. Black I, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't have been back in, in, in up here because I guess. When did you some, move here? Uh, I probably was like twenty four, just twenty three, twenty four. Well, we talked about this. Actually, Mary, enough. if you become a patron. Yeah. If you become a patron, um, you'll have access to a episode of Boys Only where we talked about being 25. Yeah. And for I a wrote lot my of people, book at 25, Mary, actually. So I was back here. And that's kind of crazy when I went back. So, and did but the that's math. what I mean. Like, yeah. that's the thing. When we talk about like that version of you feeling like a different person, when you were writing fucking menswear and people didn't know who you were, sure. because that was a that was a glorious time. Actually, some someone emailed me being like, is this you? And I was like, I'm so fucking flattered. <laughs> but um, didn't that feel crazy? Didn't you yeah. feel like you were fighting for your fucking life? For sure. Didn't when know I, what was going to happen? I guess so. I definitely was trying to feel, I wanted to be important so badly in an industry sense. Like that was, I don't know. I was, so that was desperate. And I think young people have that where it's, you seek approval from that's, like, you know. But that's also, I think, a personal philosophy of, of how you, like, do you have like an end goal that you're working towards or you just kind of like live life every day, day to day? Me Which is or Lauren? No, no, I think it's, just two, it's, two, it's two different ways <laughs> yes. of living. Well, it's, it's and when, when neither is wrong, it's just kind of like that is a yeah. bit informative of like your personality and like well, kind of how you approach things. I disagree. I think, if, I think if you have the luxury of just being lazy ass and being like born here and raised here, that's one thing. But like if you're here and you brought yourself here, that's already like an ambition supercharge. Mm-hmm. I guess I have no idea what it's like to like move. No, that, I think that's, it. that's definitely, I think you kind of not, I don't want to say take it for granted. I'm not trying to be a dick, but yeah, it's different for you. It for is sure. different right. for you. And sure. so like the people who end up here, it's like, we feel like we have like. You grew here. We flew here. Exactly. Well, that's racist. We don't say that. <laughs> Only I can say that. What? Only you can say that. It's but, a, it's a Australian nativist term. Oh, we well then this. no one can say it. Cause you're not. We Australian. grow air. You flew air. <laughs> So whatever. Um, no. So I guess, yeah, you don't have that. Like, uh, I've never had that. Like I need to make it and survive and thrive or I'll otherwise I'll be homeless and I got to be gone. Home. I'll be kicked out I'll of the be city. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Like it will physically eject me. I will be Kanye bearing out the fuck of New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, that's terrifying. Yeah. And then, uh, and being broke in New York in your yeah, 20s. That's, and I mean, it's that's, like that's despicable. I do think yeah. being broke in New York was easier as little as 10 15 yes, years ago 100%. now i don't think well i don't know like i don't you know, know how people i guess chuck's broke it. and like lawrence is broke so i don't know how you guys do it but like, <laughs> um, no i don't know how people live here now the rents are fucking a joke and also yeah, not now well, now's the time you want to fucking move to new york move to new york now right now yeah. you think, nothing's paying anything, i mean mary right. you've been here for so long and and this is this is probably the most like callous thing i could say but I've been thinking this for a minute where it's like, yo, New York is too crowded. You need to get all the fucking mediocre people out of here and make it possible again for like immigrants, creatives, artists, people like non-finance, non-law people, the ability to come here. Like you need to enable that somehow. And like, this is really fucked up, but like a pandemic in a lot of ways enabled that where, okay, like a lot of people that can't afford to move or 
go home if they want to. Like it frees up a lot of real estate. A lot of, uh, you know, rents go down so you can like launch your business. But do you because think rents will go down? I find that- Rents are little, going down. I know, but like there's going to be a bottom to that. And I'm like a little bit, it's, it's not like these like cute apartments in like Brooklyn brownstones are going to go down. You don't think so? I mean- Probably ish, not. I don't, yeah, I kind ish, of- I think it's more like these new apartments and these like weird pockets of town. Like they're trying to get Hudson Yards popping that whole sort of like region or ethos and aesthetic. What's dead. I think the new buildings are desperate to fill up because they obviously had horrible timing and have so much debt to pay back. And then I think that, um, sorry, go ahead. But like, I guess my thing is like, what person is going to move into there? I don't know. We'll find out. Like who's really going to like post up in that whole, like, like, like that, like, I don't know that Equinox like bowl harvest bowl eating lifestyle sort of triangle like who's, green like who's gonna move there like that's the thing it's Some like sweet in, green it's, fans in it's in a certain way it's just like i don't know it's it's a little bit heartbreaking because all of these like huge like shit got shit already got too expensive right and it's just right now i'm just sort of looking at it and getting sad because it's kind of like i i love new york i love new york so fucking much but like I don't know what's going to happen. Like who's going to be able to afford some of these rents? Like the fucking Victoria's secret store and like Herald square isn't there yeah. anymore. That gap isn't there. Who's Get those gonna... the fuck out of here. Who cares? Yeah, I don't but want your who can stores. afford to come in there? It's not like fucking like, who cares? You know, no one. If you can't like, why would you have a $950,000 a month space? If no one can afford that? Great. Exactly. But that, cost, it, that it creates a vacuum. And so right. what I'm saying, it's not like some mom and pop is going to move in there. It's just like, what the fuck is going to be in there? It's literally going to be unused, worthless space. Well, it's that's the thing. Like it's thugs. like, it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I'm glad that no tourists are, tourists are I am, here. I but- am glad that like that sort of echelon of people that back in the day used to just move up, move to fucking Connecticut or whatever, are now like moving to Connecticut. I'm like, just, all right, this is like a natural yeah. order thing. Kind sure. of like, we didn't need you to be Skip living. Skip this step just or, or get out early. Like, you know, you didn't give a shit to begin Ejecto, with. Ejecto seat, cuz. Yeah. Totally. It's like those like Bacoca people are like, hey, and I'm just like, go to Hudson, whatever. But right. like. Like, I don't know. I do. I do wonder about that. Kingston. That doesn't right. That doesn't mean that the people who are living on the LES back in the day can afford to do any of this. And that it's, it's going to be. I mean, I think no one. Where do those people get this? Where do all the gutter snipes get this place to? Where do they go? I don't know. But Queens? you've seen the, you've seen the camps. Like Queens is like not even anymore. No. Yeah, Oakland, like, no, I mean, I think they're all, they're all like chilling in the parks and shit for now. Yeah. They'll probably head south for the winter, like birds. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> this took a turn. Yeah, Mary. Um, so speaking of uh, failing, maybe upwards, um, now that you're writing for adults, yeah. are your Korean immigrant parents finally proud of you? No, because I don't have children. Oh, so yeah. if it's not one thing, it's the other, you know what I mean? You can't your win. Books are your children. No, you can try to tell someone that, and so shockingly, it doesn't quite go over. I was going to say, well, <laughs> yeah, damn. So if it's not one thing, it's another thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's, but that's for what, what would you what do you think it's going to be if you if you ever had kids? What would it be after that? What because your parents seem like they want to they might want to die on a hill, and I just I'm curious There's, how far they would push it. There's so many hills. Okay. I think that, they, but you know what? I think, forever. I think that range. they just want me to be the best. Like, what about you? Like, do your I mean, parents I, understand what's going on? 
do my parents understand what I'm doing for a living? Surprisingly, yes. Uh, are that's because they- you're white. Sure. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, you asked me. I don't it's know. True. I'm just it's true. I just questions. keep these these questions. that just keep having the same answers. Yeah, but I, me being team no kids myself, very much team kids are mids. Um, yeah, I think that that's kind of disappointing. But I have a brother, so I think they're just hoping that he kind of get he, older. You're younger. Younger. How much younger? He's 27. Oh, so you guys have so much time. I mean, I would like to think so, but um, but that's up to him. So now, if he decides that he's not into it, though, he hasn't made any inclination that he isn't, um, then who knows if my parents would, you know, the, what the nuclear option is for them, you know, so. Have a, have <laughs> no, a third kid. Have a third kid. <laughs> you make it sound like launch codes, not I mean, like listen, nuclear family. You Well, listen, when it when it comes to Jewish parents, they true. can be as bad as Korean parents or Japanese parents or whatever. So let's be. Yeah, right. I mean, my parents, they're, they're pumped that I'm writing a movie. They're like, all right, we can actually. They think that's on. like sick. They can, they brag can flex about on that. people at church with that Facts. one. So great, great, cool. great, great time to, to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Right. I think to see an ensemble cast, I think that they'll like that. And do they, do they read your books though? Like, do they, fuck yeah. with no, that? they're not translated into Korean. Thank God. Oh, right. Shit. So would you put like, we, obviously we don't want our parents listening to this podcast. God, for, do even they I think not? James's mom does. My what? mom does and offers, she gives me like a weekly dossier of like <laughs> criticism, constructive criticism and like helpful things. One of which is um, be nicer to me, which I agree with. Is no, that she, really she one took, of the she notes? Took it back. Yeah, that was that was. A, I mean, he tweeted about it, so I hope he was telling the truth. No, it was. Be, to, it was be nicer to Lawrence. If you keep doing the podcast, you're never going to find a girlfriend because if she listens to it and also shave your beard, um, she must hate the beard. Well, I took it. It was a little more unruly. Shot at popcorn, and I yeah. took it down. Over like, unruly. Okay, that looks better. Um, and I swear, Wait, to, are was, you a, a lonely only? Do you have? No, I, have a, I have a younger brother. He's thirty-one. Okay. Turning, he, what's his deal? I forget. Is he engaged? No, he's got a girlfriend. Um, oh, we met girlfriend. her right at your birthday. Yeah, she came to my birthday. Right, right, right. Uh, your that your safe birthday tequila. gathering. Very responsibly socially distanced. That shit was that shit was safe as hell. You know, yeah. there was Don't minimal, minimal smooching that yeah. was right. occurring. All beers were kept six feet from my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yo. What about like, uh, so they don't read your books, but like, so they wouldn't know that in your second book, Permanent Record, the male protagonist, Pablo, when he starts dating, uh, Leanna, Lee, what? Lee, Leanna Smart. Oh hmm. shit. Okay. <laughs> um, he starts gaining all this IG clout by being associated with her and posting all these fire sneakers. Like, did he, I don't know if Lawrence asked this specific question because I cut out for a second and he definitely asked a question I had down here, but did you have to research hype beasts for this character? And like, how long did it take to reform your brain cells? I got glow skull through Gian. I literally mm, really, like, I, yeah, I, I wrote him the paragraphs being like, insert blah, right. blah. And he, and he sent you back pages. Yeah. He sent me back pages. And then it all goes back to 1984 when yeah. Sean Stussy went to <laughs> well, Japan. So what, a, you'll, what you'll know about, see, in Venice Beach, the, the, it's like, shut up, Gian, bro. Just do like, my is job this, is for Is this a me. four or a five? <laughs> yeah. God damn, bro. Just you pay, let me you copy your homework, dog. Did you pay him a consultation fee? 
No, I did not. Wow, that was homie. That's that another, was off the homie shit. Wow, but another was, POC was, going unpaid for his labor. He, first of all, I'm shouting him out now, and I thanked him in the acknowledgments, specifically with the thanks for that. Can't pay and, your rent with acknowledgments, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but he always he stays like, having a job. He's down as, and also Gene is such a down ass bitch, dude. Like, of course, yo, he the 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 payment for him. If it, first of all, I don't even know if it's, it's like manna from heaven just being asked that for, for him to be the expert on this kind of stuff. Right. Come on. Cause just for him to be the rightest, right? And also when my proofs came back, I was just like, does this still stand? And he changed some sneakers. Really? What was the, that's very funny because what that got cut? proves. What got what, cut? What, um, he no, just changed. He right? just changed like an A6 collab to a different A6 collab. Right. He like he like updated a collab. Updated the what thing. is the time between when you texted Gian and he sent back, you know, like, no, no, no. You don't want to do the you don't want to do the Ronnie Feig collab. You want right. to do a Kiko collab. How, because I it, it was like, a Kiko collab that <laughs> came in. But obviously we it wasn't you a Ronnie could've, Feig could've, collab. You could have you could have asked us and we it's probably would have. What was that, what was that time you. frame between the proof and when he gave you the initial rec? Because that's seven, just seven months. Okay, so, that's so a little that, bit longer makes, than I would think. So you, but, you can yeah. see why I would ask him. Of course. Right, that's, that yeah. for sure makes sense. But it, that I think is kind of in its it's own like, way no, emblematic Mary, Mary, of the hype cycle that we fucking lament. Mary, uh, week in, week actually, out. New Balances are cool now. So uh, make it the New Balance. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this guy, Jound? He puts his name, Jound, on a bunch of shit. Did you, that's such a classic and i'm so glad it's still happening i agree Best i don't know why james is hating justin rocks and jound is good i'm not hating culture. i'm just like yo it, james, i'm making fun just, of the whole fucking hype cycle that's what it is it, but that's not a cycle because it's just it's just ever present this man invented what? tumblr put some He's respect on his name yeah no i yeah. i wish he uploaded He's evergreen his, like i wish his he fucking updated his tones bro come on man. <laughs> man's hunter green like his fucking drafting tables what it yeah. what's what is some shit that you guys copped recently because it's copping is harder in core Really? Um, I find it quite I, as easy as always. I yeah, find it so hard. Bad. Really? Why? Because what well, are you okay? Where the fuck okay. is anyone going? Well, are you so are you the, the are internet. you tastefully eating the internet. out on the com. weekend safely or no? Are you I staying? am tastefully eating out on the weekend. Okay, so what do you wear? To, you're wearing cool shit. I know you're wearing fly ass shit to dinner, Mary. Come on. But I actually stopped buying for one year to see what I needed. <gasps> What did you? Like, well, how much money did you discover? Yeah. What did you save? What did you discover? So fucking much. How many? How many? Margella tabbies you do not cop <laughs> dude the thing that hurts my feelings is shit went on sale like crazy during quar especially shoes man. oh yeah no we were the fucking fucking turkey vultures picking at the carcass carpet of baggers the of all carpet baggers. Wait, so is there something that you passed up on when you were when you were on your uh copping sabbatical that like you really regret I actually, Damn, I could do a whole podcast on a copping sabbatical the copping the, sabbatical don't bury the lead so One the last year the last thing I bought were like the Hoka one one the like one, engineered one. Hone, Hone 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 put some respect yeah, my put some respect my Japanese ancestors the, the, Lawrence, the don't EGs. bow you racist <laughs> which colorway yeah. both I bought the no there's three but I bought the the alternate ones like the right. all whites and I bought the like one where the left one kind of I'm what? colorblind so I can't tell you what colors are in the Wait, Mary, you're, you're going in and out on you. You cut it out. But the point is, is that you bought two pairs of Engineer Garments Hoka collabs. Yes. Right. That, that's a pricey collab. Those are like yeah. three, two something, two fifty. But you know how you, you buy them and you're like, oh, I want these for spring and I want these for right. fall. Right. EG does do really good footwear collabs too. Definitely. Talk about if you know, you know fucking the dark denim. Them. The dark denim One EGs I still have from like 
a year and a half ago. And like, I like they're sneakers, but I like treat them very gingerly, even though they're fucking running sneakers. Cause I want them to last forever. Yeah. They, yeah. Cause they're also, I don't super, blame her. they're beautiful and you yeah. want that preservation and like the way time they do- to fly. Exactly. That's what it says on the tongue. Exactly. Okay. That was beautiful. I, wow. I got chills. Yeah. That was like ASMR, bro. That was so, like John copying ASMR. But then also like, they kind of remind me of Skechers shape ups. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the reference. I mean, Which is what I love. I love a shoe that created a lawsuit and then yeah, the Kim K, the Kim K2s. That'll, yeah, that totally. shit will get you juiced up like Zuck, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? So that was the last thing you purchased. That's the last thing I purchased. When is your sabbatical over? Yeah. It ends actually in February. Ooh. Oh my right God. Before the book comes out. Right before the book comes so out. So much and perfect oh transition into my next question. What's the fit going to be for the Yoke Press Tour? Oh yeah. I don't really know. I'm thinking about doing like, just like monochrome type full outfits. I don't know. I did like, also cop like some on Demolemeister boots. Ooh. Right. Demolemeister. So I might... I don't know. I might just work from the bottom up. Like some big combat mm. joints. You build yeah, it like you're going to build it foundationally, like a totally. house, like an totally. outfit, and that's very is she, sturdy. Is she, is she Antwerp Six? Yeah. So no. some fucking no. Belgian she's not. She. What? I think. Wait. Is she? Who's she the? Is. There's one. There's one, there's one scrub. There's one scrub who no one no, ever thinks of. There's multiple. She's scrubs. not a scrub. She's Asian. No, the she, one who never. First of all, she's Asian. No. no. Oh, and Emile Meester. No, it's Anne Raff. Walter Van Bieren Donk. Uh, and no, Raph was, Raph's not in it, doggy. That's uh, the one who's not in Drees. 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 Yeah. Raph is not in it, and Margiela uh, is also not in it, but Margiela but was called. Yeah, but Margiela was, was part of that, like, the oh. extended universe, much like Mary is a part of the Throwing Fits extended yeah, universe. Marina Yee, the one nobody talks about. I, he yeah, doesn't what, even have a Wikipedia page. That's... So yeah, that's, that's amazing. Rough, that's, Mary, you have a Wikipedia page. No, not when you're all of your your peers of this like prodigal, you know, uh, generation of designers are like now legends. It sucks that's to be true there. clout to not be linked out. I don't though. know. What was the I fit for the permanent record press tour? I did a lot of. Oh, <laughs> when I was in Canada, I wore a Justin Bieber long sleeve. The um, pur- the purpose shit tour. Yeah, purpose because that that merch was really. Really, I good. ran into you Lorenzo. when you were at, when you were at Vice. Um, ran into you right outside my crib because I lived right there, and you were wearing a fucking big goth fit with the purpose uh, top on. On you know why? Because he looks like point. Tilda Swinton in that. Photo. He does. He that. does. I he love does. that because she is the ultimate. And then I think you know what travels well pleats, so, like Isimaki pleats. Mm, yeah. Oh, like just, ple- oh, like pleats. Please, that like yeah, the, the whole shit. Just, yeah. It just the, it's like an accordion. Yeah, you can just bundle them. You can scrunch them up and just throw them in luggage and it just travels super well. Do you still dress uh, super goth like day to day? I think so. I still still err on the side of goth. Will you ever not dress goth? (laughs) I mean... My question is that. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like I fucking like... I mean, you've been doing it for for a minute. That's yeah, the thing. Her, every vibe, era, she's every era has like a goth thing. So you had like health goth, you had like electro clash. There's like so many versions that just end up being gothy. The Cure. Yeah, exactly. Hot topic. They, so, the, Cure's, the Cure has an album coming out. What's what's goth? What's goth right now? Wait, James. Uh, which house is back? You were saying what is which the house? On, is which which house, house back? Which talk <laughs> is goth? Well, 
Which, yeah, but remember, like, which was which house goth, like Salem and that kind of shit? Or they were just more Salem. like scumbags? Uh, I wouldn't call it, I mean, definitely on the goth side of the spectrum, but I think it was more, yeah, it, definitely. I, I don't really know the the aesthetics of the uh, fashion. The visual aesthetics, meaning yeah. right. You just Salem, know sonically like, the, the vibe. The dudes behind Salem are fucking like, like hot white trash, like PCP chic. Like, that's what it is. One of them okay. dated Julia Fox for forever. Really? Dude. Be- that's nothing to shake was, a stick at. Before Uncut Gems and everything, when she was just like a, uh, not Jess, but when she was a downtown cool girl. So what's the goth shit right now? Wait, Mary, are you the goth icon right now? Or the, you're the one leading the charge? Who, like, the, there, you're saying that every generation, it's, it's goth, witch talk. Goth is, goth is very big on TikTok right now, but it's very, like, classic, like, like, uh, uh, very classic goth, like Wiccan fucking spikes Wiccan mm, and like oh. huge, like huge makeup. Like you know what I love when those har- kids, it's like Harley Quinn almost. Huh. I love when those kids live in the South because yeah. goth in the heat. That's entertainment right there. That's yeah. devotion. What about cyber goth? What about cyber goths? You know the the ravers. Wow, well, those guys are those. Are you doing liquid on the pod? That was, I was amazing. Absolutely, I was fucking f- flowing like water, yeah. like a boy Bruce well, Lee. Dude. It's got hypnotized. Liquid as fuck, dude. <laughs> no, that's I a, mean that's what called, we call wet ass podcaster. You know what I'm saying? That's called drip. The only goth shit I'm rocking right now is that I have black fucking um, face masks. Really? That's that's yeah. some Korean shit. That is some Korean shit, and I really like it. It I looks really good. I think it. it's chic. I think I, I see a lot of well, predominantly I see I see black face masks. I think more than anything else. And Either is that like really loud and like bright, or right. they're like goth? That's kind of, or a medical one. But, but and I'm just wearing the same fucking sweatpants and in various blacks at the moment. And some, I, I mean, I, I do think pants. I'm not talking about K-pop just because you're Korean, but I think Korean American. But like, there's definitely some goth elements in a lot of these boy bands like you see bts like i think that they kind of uh, some of them air i on think the side you're just God. referring to guy liner yeah i was gonna say no, the like, like, the, like the dangly earrings black pink the dangly earrings the hair in the eyes like a lot of black fits but like fucking it, i mean extended that's not, the hands i mean to me that's more like sad boy emo type shit though and where does that has come its from, roots in goth yeah, where, and where does but that that's like from? that's skims goth i don't feel like it's like fully mm. goth they're posers <gasps> How dare saying? you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. No, I mean... So you heard like, it here first. Mary right, H. Right, right. BTS, BTS, said BTS are posers and they fucking Exactly. Stop. That printed. Everything is copy. Yeah. No, but like, I don't know. I mean, the world is goth as fuck. We're in an election year. What do you want? Like... Kanye rants are goth. Like everything is so dark. <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, that's a good episode climate title. Change. Kanye rants are goth. Yeah. Climate change is fucking goth. Like oh, God damn, the sky's on fire. Fires. Mm-hmm. The fact that that fucking West coast shit is migrating eastward. That shit is goth. The, the not- sky was hazy this morning. I thought it was raining. It was the fucking smog from the, from the Oregon and California shit. I mean, that is fucking heartbreaking, man. Yeah. Yeah. So climate change is real. Is what you're, what I, (laughs) science and climate change. It's real and it is goth, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to your work real quick. So not only are you working on the, uh, you're kicking off the press run for yoke, you're finalizing milk teeth. You're also, you're the most fucking, you're more prolific than plies. You're also working on the movie script of emergency (laughs) contact. Actually, no, I'm working on the movie script for permanent record for permanent record. My, (laughs) my apologies for the, and you're going to work with the director of crazy rich Asians, John M. Chu. John M. Chu is so nice. Yeah. Would he, could you, could you get him on the podcast for y'all? No. Yeah. (laughs) We get, we get bone or bong. 
Oh my god, I would love that. You should get his name right first and foremost. First of all, you, you get Hong Jun Ho is goth. He's so cool. He, oh yeah, he is. He, he, the pick of him rocking the Stussy bucket. That's the only fit pick I've ever seen. Can was you fire. even? He's yeah. so, oh the unrepentant He's swag sick. lord. I cannot yeah. even fucking do that. Rocks that rocks for sure. Super, super uh, so so hard body. But like, yeah, like. What the fuck did you ask me about your relationship with? I had John. no question, um, but my <laughs> next question is: if, if you had your druthers, who would you want to play? Pen, or who would you want to play, Pablo? I don't know, and that's the whole point. Are you involved in the casting too? Like, how creatively are you involved in the? Besides- I am involved in the casting insofar as I am so fucking specific. Like, really? I'm I'm writing the script, and so the situation there is that I'm like. This dude is, you know, like this dude is like Jamaican and Croatian. Like this, this dude is like Trini and like, it's like so specific. I'm like, right. and I'm available by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank Chuck, you so Chuck much. is, we, we, we do have one of the most Chef, diverse Chef, Chef and Chuck are available. If you want to cast, you know, the next, the next great, their tap. rates are a hundred dollars a day for Chuck and $200 a day for Chef. First of <laughs> no. all, we're going to be a guild production. So okay. oh, sad. <laughs> self-tape and send me your tapes. No, I mean, I, I hope that we cast a really wide net because I think that that would be amazing. Like I think about, you know, you're telling me you want a, you want a, a black person playing the black character. Cause that's revolutionary when it comes to Hollywood. <laughs> that is very, very um, unorthodox. No, I mean, is Emma Stone I, available to play the Asian? Everyone, yeah, right. literally fucking everyone. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, Scarlett I Johansson, I believe also is available. Yes. The two of them, they can play all the roles just together with different wigs. Um, I don't know. Like, I hope we cast a wide net. I'm not really sure. Again, you want to be involved in the film, but beyond just uh, adapting the script. I would love to, like, I would love that. Like, I think that being on a situation like that, I mean, the thing about being a writer is you have homework forever, right? Like you have to go write it. And that, that can be such a solitary thing, but like, I think there's a collaborative element to making a movie where you like literally erect a little town Right and bang a thing out and then just like I think that's amazing. I think that your dream to like be on set whenever it's going to be safe to do this. You want to be like in the weeds of the production? Is that I don't know if that's the current arrangement, but that's I don't know if they'll let me. But I but you would get this crazy specific bitch out of here. We need all white people in here. Get this fucking. I need nuance. No, but like I (laughs) get this crazy rich Asian out of here. (laughs) Get this goth bitch out of here. (laughs) Crazy goth Asian. <laughs> crazy Yo, that's Asian. a film, Crazy that, Goth Asian. That's a title of this episode. That. That's a zoo. Dude, that would be yeah. like this, that, this pops up the fucking zoovie. Chuck right down. Crazy Goth I would Asians. love the movie poster for that. It'd be like the grudge or some shit. Like I would love that. <laughs> no, but I I don't know. I, I want I want to direct. I want to write. I want to create. I want to do shit. all of it. In 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 uh because I think this is the first time at least that you've you've done um like a script adaptation that's gotten this far. Is it harder than writing a new novel from the ground up? Oh, totally. To like so reinterpret harder. like your own fucking child and baby for the big screen, even especially talking about how have, specific and nuanced you are. Even though like you've already concepted like, a, like this, this, in, this intricate plot, it's, it's really, it's harder to do this. Than Yo, to start this shit, fresh. Let me, let me picture a picture. This is like being like a one man human centipede. You're eating Gross. your own ass. You're Gross. eating your own ass because here's the thing: you're revisiting your book and you gotta, seeing you gotta, all the holes. You got to remove some ribs, like Marilyn Manson. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You got to really get in there, just nestle and like <laughs> motorboard it. But, all right. 
I'm here for quarantine. No, it's like <laughs> in my own asshole. <laughs> yo, that's what it is. Like you just see how many mistakes you made. Oh shit. You oh, shit. see how many Oof. holes there are. You Oof. see what how dialogue forgiving, doesn't How forgiving are you to yourself? You cannot you cannot be. Because for every like 50 pages of like glitter shit where it's cute and you're having dialogue and pa pa pa, you you need to distill it to like a freaking right. diamond yeah. of like a crystal of it's one. It's gotta beak. fucking snap. It's gotta go. It's gotta really fucking bang. It's gotta pop. And so that's it, it's it's humiliating. You're just like holy shit. Like you this have book. to tear yourself down to build it back up into a script. Exactly. What's what's like your writing vibe? Like, do you have to have a certain uh, like everything going on? Like a certain incense, a certain time of day, a certain. Um, Dude, can when you you're, guys when you're write high? What's up? I can't. Can you guys write high? I I'm can't. podcasting high right now. Lawrence thinks he can pot high. What, what are you? What are you vaping? Uh, just a nice little blend to get the get the juices. What really kind going. of forward? Were you talking like a sativa forward, an indica forward? I don't know, Chuck. What is this? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Lawrence would just suck whatever you put in front of him. Yeah, so. I don't really care. I think that for the most part, I prefer sativa forward stuff. I like okay. it. It it kind of is it's- like um, Adderall. That's how I, I that's how it affects <laughs> what? Yeah. That is the least chill. Wait, so how does so how does so how does Adderall affect you? Oh my god, don't I mean listen, we can it's not good. I I can't even imagine your jaw would be the fuck out to yeah. here. Like Sur- surfs up, brother. Good thing I've good thing I've never done any type of real drugs before. God damn, that could be dangerous. How but, how deep are you into this Hollywood uh industry, Mary? And like have you been seduced at all by like the idiocy and fuckery of Hollywood. Cause like, it's gotta be such a ignorance is bliss type drug. You know what? Hollywood is actually, I've had the privilege of talking to people and interacting with people who are fucking rad. That's actually the truth. It's like any really? fucking industry, you know, okay. Really? So, you know, you have an idea of what fashion is like, yeah, well, like us, we'll or, us are like civilians. The the yeah the so the what, dream. What what the freaking like fashion cognoscenti would be like? You have this idea of what it would be like, it's and then this you actually podcast. go, and then you meet exactly much like this podcast. Right. You have unlikely friendships, <laughs> and you meet the people, and the ones who are really deep in it and passionate about it are kind of nerds, right? Yeah, and they're really kind of decent, and they're cool, and like their they have, their name is G and Delion. <laughs> Well, they have good relationships with their parents. Like these are normal ass mm-hmm. people's. And like, right. I have that a little bit with the people I'm surrounded with right now. And that is an incredible privilege. You're lucky. Yeah. It's because I'm also, I'm old. Like I came into it sure. late. No. I didn't like, my star didn't rise at like 23. Like I'm so, so blessed. And so I also, <laughs> I'm not that hungry. Mm. Like I want to be wealthy. I want to learn. I want to be successful, but I'm also not taking the you're first not, thing. You're that's not desperate. To me. You're not desperate. No, exactly. You're not, you're not desperate. You're not uh, naive. You're not. Wait, I'm you know, hungry. The, I'm not yeah. thirsty. Ooh, that's what I'm another, saying. another good title. Hungry. You're not looking for thirsty. looking for a little snack, but you don't need a yeah. whole ass meal. Well, I want to keep no, eating. That would, yeah, that's, that's, that's what a bad metaphor. Really. <laughs> yeah. No, you want, no. you want to, you want to get gout. You want to eat yeah. all this shrimp till you have fucking gout and just bloated. I want the long con. I want yeah. eventual gout. I want slow gout. Besides, she's hungry, but she's besides, not going to be chugging beers with you in the park on your birthday, bro. That's what she's saying. Besides yeah. the people, I guess, because yeah, I guess you, when you're not uh, desperate and you don't reek of desperation and people are taking advantage of you or like, you know, directing you or channeling you towards like things that aren't the best for you in the long term. Mm. Uh, what's the best perk about being in like the movie world versus being in the fucking broke ass book world because i gotta imagine it's fucking mm, yeah absolute you know 
opposite ends of the spectrum. I hate to disappoint you. It's not that salacious. I fucking love my publisher, fam. Like I'm a Simon and Schuster. Like I don't know. It's like they just they open doors. Their distribution is crazy. They're so supportive. I fucking love them. Well, let's talk about let's, let's I mean, get listen, real materialistic. A fellow Simon and Schuster family member published. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lawrence. Like, did they take I, care of you? I can only. I can only. Echo. How, how's your book launch? How's your book launch in Dumbo? Oh man, you know it was. Did you fantastic. do it at the Powerhouse Arena, baby? Powerhouse, yeah. God damn it! Nice. I was actually nice. thank God, thank God, James interrupted me. I was about to just say what my advance was because you know I'm transparent Tell- like that, but I'm not right, right, right. going to do that. It's embarrassing. No, Lawrence, let's. It's all about salary transparency. What was your advance? It's a safe uh, place. Should I say it? Is that weird? I don't know you if can- Kevin would want me to say it. Do you think he would care? My James, what do you think? I don't think he listens to the pod. Not. We got brands. I feel like you, you said it. it, and I think that's awesome. I think you should save that for the patrons. Put that behind the wall. Talking too late now. Maybe, maybe she, I don't know. Maybe Chef marked that down. Maybe we bleep that. Maybe we bleep that. No, Mary, so, so you have great people in both places, but like materialistically speaking. It's a different, it's a different game. Like right? if, this, if this thing goes. And it's going. Ah, like, I mean, that's the likelihood that I don't even know. Right, but, oh, come on. You, you, get, you're gonna you, get, haven't thought, get, you haven't even thought about what that could be. You're going you to get Zendaya to play Liana. You're going to get fucking Dev Patel to play Isn't Pablo. it Zendaya? Dude, are, are, oh, yeah. Not to, be, not to be One about it, but isn't it Dea? <laughs> sure. I'll One um, you, you Dea me. Yeah, it's like Rihanna. Have you written the, the Oscar acceptance speech? Like, have you daydreamed about, like, what Actually, happens if it goes nuclear? Because everyone loves the book. And the story is like, don't, I feel like there is so much, I, I just wonder if you've speculated to the point where you're like, I got to check myself before I wreck myself. Cause you've thought about like, I don't think about the speech. I think about what I'm going to wear. Oh, okay. what are you going to wear? What's the fit? And yeah, what's then, the Oscars no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not going to jinx it. Okay. But when I start thinking about that, I go meditate for five minutes because I can't like, mm. I'm just, but the thing is, so you get paid twice when you write something, you get paid to write it. You get paid for the um, the rights if it goes. Well, you get paid for the rights anyway, and then you get the paid for the rights if it goes. Right. And the money if it goes, bonkers. Is, it's, That's it's, another fucking thing. That's it's another world. fucking thing. It's life another changing. fucking thing. It's not. You might be able to afford to live in Williamsburg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Circa now, like, and and you know, as a writer, that kind of. You guys know, like that's that, that's a beautiful exit for that book. Like, that's hey Mary, uh, if I can make one recommendation, it's uh, secure the IP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please, goddamn. Yeah. I mean, I think about you guys in that context sometimes. It worked it's, out. It's fine. It worked part, out. But I no, I mean, whatever. obviously, it worked out. I mean, this is the only podcast that matters. It's like case sure, in yes. point. Like, also, it doesn't matter what the name is. We're ruining our lives either way. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. What is your What is you guys' long con on this? There is no long con. It's, nope. It's, we don't have. We haven't thought that far ahead, unfortunately. This podcast is only. This is the thing. This podcast has only existed for less than nine months. So like, we don't That's really this know is one human gestation period. Kids are mid, exactly. but this baby is going. We're about to squirt this fucking pot out of our pussies and like we don't know what it's going to grow into is the thing we're going to poop this pot out in this house yeah totally yeah. <laughs> well now this shit's not growing into anything since james said the phrase of shooting a pot out of a pussy but squirting squirting yeah oh excuse me excuse me let me clarify squirting um, you know what i think we lost them at engagement rings or gap ass pussy yeah, exactly. where the she was at the top engagement ring this is important ser- serviceable content that young men right, right, need right. okay this so, is the conversion but, we want this Mary, is conversion is the- culture shout out mark echo 
I do think the fucking castle, you idiot. I do think it's Damn, very it's real. It's very, <laughs> no, shout out Mark Echo. He rocks. Sorry for uh, calling you an idiot, bro. <laughs> I do think like everyone's like, yo, how do we change Hollywood? Like, does it not change by thinking about the things you're thinking about from the fucking gestation period of the movie where it's like, look, this person, this character is going to be half Jamaican, half Palestinian, whatever. This person is going to be half fucking uh, Bahrainian, half whatever. Like, and you already are, have those wheels turning. You're not just like, you know, creating blank boxes that people fill in with stars. Is this not how Hollywood kind of like starts to maybe get it a little more right? And I want to ask you about Milan, not because you're Asian, but um, obviously- I said Milan. I was like, let's talk Milan. Mulan. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I've never seen it. Um, The backlash from Mulan, like, which for, if anyone knows, doesn't know. Uh, yes, they I don't had all know. Asian cast. They had Disney okay. Plus. They had four. They had four white screenwriters, and they worked with the uh, local Chinese government in um, the the count or yeah. the state or whatever that's that's imprisoning the Uyghurs into like concentration camps. Oh, I yeah. do know and this. Yeah, they, they, thank, they give them acknowledgement at the end. Yeah. So, like, why can't Hollywood get it right? Because out of anyone, you're the most like in it. Like, why can't Hollywood? fucking just not fuck themselves in the butt well speaking for all of hollywood yes, an industry that. that i would Thank like to so infiltrate much. um yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i don't know man money they don't care because they don't really and, care but like disney also, doesn't care like mulan right correct me that's a money-making venture james they don't actually care about like the cultural impact they might say so for marketing so when it comes down to like thanking a bunch of genociding genocidal maniacs and the acknowledgements like then of course they missed that i'm not surprised what what did yeah, you ask you, me james do you just why like, can't hollywood get on? it right like why does every single time they try to do something or take a step in the right direction they end up fucking butt fucking themselves and, and exposing just how dumb they are is it just that as simple as they're dumb and white I mean, you're talking about an enormous venture. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. That's like literally like asking me like, so China, what's up with them? Like, I literally have no fucking idea, but I will say that like, I, I get real emo about thinking that a small good movie with good people could go out there and just find its audience. And I know that that sounds really freaking, you know, la la, but like, that's, where I'm at. Like it's 2020, bro. It's core time. And I'm not really out here being like, how can I disrupt Disney plus? What's the last movie you saw that spoke to you on that level? A small movie made by great people that you really love. Like, do you have an example of that? That that, last time you felt that way? I mean, I really, really love, like, I just love what a 24 do. And recently us too. Yeah. Shout out to Like I, they recently sent me, like Moonlight, just the sort of books that they make. It's like oh, yeah, a script yeah. and it's, it yeah. looks like a yearbook almost. And like, you can open it up and you can, you can hear it crackle when you open the page and it's like so beautiful and glossy and it's the script and it's all the stills from their movies. And it's like these essays by different people who can talk on that topic. And like, there's just, there are movies that you can watch that are just like joyous. And also, yo, this is the movie. Like, do you guys have library cards? I my wife does, did so. my old keychain. Okay. Well, first of all, reading books from your library is amazing. But if you have a library card from a place, depending on what, where you have your addresses, like 
from a place that has Kenopi, which is a movie app. And it has so many documentaries and it has so many amazing movies. And you don't even have to deal with like the Criterion collection, like loading shit. But like, I watched Bill Cunningham's New York last night. Oh, great movie. I mean, great movie. Also like great man, great time. R.I.P. You know, yeah. and like that was like the last like New York fashion time. But like, I remember seeing that when that dropped at IFC, dude. That was that, like fucking. That, that was, was a like moment. one of the first first dates with my wife. I think when did that movie all dressed for Bill. But don't you think that was yeah. magical? Yeah, Same no, that movie. was a great film. Yeah. Didn't, and didn't that leave you feeling amazing? Yeah, because he's the yes, he's absolutely. The best. Talk he's about something that, that that just so yeah, just the, uh, so good, pure. Very yes. pure, very and tortured, it, very tortured. Well, tortured, yeah, sure. that internal life. Re- religious guy. That's that's what Catholicism. That's Boston. Boston. That'll, that'll Boston. do it to you. It's that fucking Boston. Yeah, yeah but like God so is ass. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like there are movies that I believe are sort of sweet and pure. Like I also watched an Agnes um, Martin documentary last night, and that was really sweet and pure too. Like I mean, that was also like mental illness and schizophrenia, but like. You know, I don't know. Like, I think that the form is awesome. And I know I just named two documentaries, but like, there are movies that I just, that are so transportive. Right. Have you, Lawrence, have you seen one uh, recently that, that gave you that feeling? Hmm. I have one. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. For me, it was, uh, for me, it was a- A24, an A24 joint last black man in San Francisco. Oh, right. Yeah, I lo- that movie is amazing because the whole time you're watching it, you're like, "What the fuck am I watching?" And the whole time you're like, "I don't care. I'm going there." I think when you let go and you embrace that, you're just like, "This is fucking beautiful." Uh, the two actors, uh, fuck, I forget Jonathan something, okay. the supporting guy, and then the main dude who's like homies with the director. You're just like, "This is so sick." And the soundtrack, and his first first feature for him. The, yeah, and oh, the wow. sound the soundtrack Easy. is just next level. Well, yeah. A24 will do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Ari Aster, not obviously the same kind of vibe, but like it is I those, fucking, like those movies are small and hit. I mean, that's what A24 does, I guess. I love Midsommar. Yeah. People Somar. hate on that. But not like, like, uh, no, I like, no, I meant like for giving you the feeling of like that, that the last black man in San Francisco, there's a different type of. Yeah. You know, there, was more, there was more out of legacy in our, in Midsommar. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right, like, no, but yo, yo, so I, A24 wait, would be an amazing place for you to end up for this flick. You know what I'm saying? When I it's mean, all said and done. this one is going to end up somewhere else. I would love to work with A24. I mean, this one's and. Um, going with a, a little pl- shot called Warner. Um, oh, oh got it, got it, got it. Yeah, there, yeah, there's, yeah. There's two of them, right? They're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, we and, have a, we have some homies at A24. If you want to see, you know. Well, and you know, and too. also the people that I'm working with at Warner are really, really dope. They're sweet and they're like, they're chill and they have weird tastes and like, I, I fucking love that. But like, A24 is obviously a dream. Like, you know what I fucking loved actually. Um, that Palm Springs movie. Ugh. Oh yeah, Crash. James was hating. I was a fan. I thought it was quite. I charming. loved it. I thought it was yeah. so charming. Soft and I was boy so, Groundhog Day. I was so ready to not fuck with it. Right. And you were I ready was, to hate. I was ready to hate, and I thought it was delightful. But actually, going back to Midsommar and our legacy, and like copping sabbatical. I'm fucking sad about the Stussy R legacy that I I didn't. You could So what was the one thing? Was that was that something that popped up that you're like, God damn it? Because I, I yeah, you didn't break edge, right? You stayed true. No, to, I stayed true, and also the Stussy Nike joints, like mm-hmm. the cage, the cage ones, the cage ones. Oh, yeah. those were nice. Damn, and I would have gotten them in like 
Multiple colorways. Color I can't yeah. wait to get to next John, last John, next John, because the next John, we already got your last John, which was the Hoka. Maybe you should just do it now, James. Can we do an audible since yeah, we well, got the last so John? So what, what do you have your eye on? Like, what's, yeah, what's, what's your thing? next John? Yeah. I, have, I have my eye on nothing. Come actually, on. Are you serious? Fine. No. Um, but actually, yes and no. What I really, really need is a good denim work shirt. Ooh. Do not care what brand. And I can go high as like for an investment piece. I'm willing to go all the way, but I just, I just want it to be fucking perfect. Is it like, yeah, what's perfect? Cause I would say go vintage, man. If it's anything yeah. denim, I always want to go vintage first and foremost. I mean, sure. Definitely. And I would or even buy going it. Back, going back, Maybe going capital, back to you, dude. You go going capital. back to our, going back to our Lagache, They have a. I don't know if you want to go like have a little <laughs> twist on it or like a true fucking work shirt, but they have a great like little zip up joint. Mm. I want to go shirt. true. I want to go true. And yeah, actually, then you got to go vintage. Got to go buttons. Yeah. I fucking have chef with, put you in touch with the homies at Wrangler. Ooh. Yeah. Not a bad the, idea. Wrangler um, would be a good one. If you, sure. if you don't want to spend $30 on a shirt. But Capital, if you're talking about wherever your yeah. fucking ceiling is, I mean, you spend $1,000. And yeah. then you just have it forever. For you got to sure. fly to Japan and go to the stores. You'll but save that's money. The thing, that's mm. the thing I'm saying right now, though, is that this a copping sabbatical lets you know what you need and then you don't have to buy seven of the same thing. This is the one thing that this was the gap because like I can tell you right now, copping sabbatical or not, I don't need anything i literally have everything well, you so you have everything yeah but so that was the one thing for you you're like oh i don't have the denim work shirt this is the layer that i need it's nice. intermediary it's a good it's just like it's it's all seasons in a Great lot of transition ways. piece but also year-round for sure yeah and so that's that's what about a western shirt do you have a good west do you, like it needs to be a work i don't seat? like that mother of pearl snap button Snaps. Vibe, okay that's fair. and i don't really like that yoke in the front mm. so what about like the, some fun embroidery on like the shoulders is that not your shit? It's not my shit. I'm very plain. I mean, you want, if I was you want some do, blue collar, fucking, yes. you know, gridiron, smash mouth football, denim overshirt. Yes. Got it. And like, if I were going to do an embroidered chambray, I would do like vintage mm. Anna Sui. Like, mm. okay. Easy. Sure. Okay. I want to go back to um, your, your homies at Warner, your homies at A24. It sounds like you're building a nice little community or, or the, the groundworks for nice when they're, um, I basically fair, though, just loosely know them. And right. like one time is semi maybe going to work with them, but Hey, in LA, that's your fucking bestie. You lived in LA for a few years for which I'm so, so sorry. Our condolences. Ser- yeah. Seriously. I mean, like, let's, and I, like, yeah, we understand. We, our, we our, know our Achilles heel with LA is we both hate the style there, but like, what about that city is so, even like the RTH you. shop type vibe. Yeah, that's cool, but that's also Fine, but like, that's not you the majority, that's, but that's, you, yeah. yeah, you have all the motherfuckers going in there with the fucking brunch hats to cop a, you know, a nice little bracelet. But like, <laughs> what about LA specifically? So anathema to you. And I, yes, I did have to look up how to pronounce that word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like their water. Really? Ah. Yeah. Like just the, the does, it taste like, does it taste like farts? Yeah. Like, no, it's not that methane shit. It's like, I don't know. It's just like that place for me personally is acidic. Mm. Like the, the water, the air, the people, it right. just, it's like, I, I try to like flow a little alkali. Yeah. Shout out to alkali. But like, Shout out the pH scale. <laughs> Are you a writer? Cause you fucking have a way with words, kid. Thanks God, man. Dude. Thanks Larry. Um, no, but like, I don't hate LA. I what's the most, do. what's the most amount of time you could spend there with no break? Well, 
I, I don't tend to winter here. Um, as my friend Aminatu says, winter is a choice. Oh, and where, so do you, I, where, do you, where do you winter? I usually go out to LA for two months. Oh, could, you do, could you do, but I'm saying like, could that two months ever be I, much more for you? I can never do longer than three months. Okay. Like you don't want a back. fucking car uh, alarm just blasting off as it is now in, yeah. for, you know, for all of winter. <laughs> I mean, New York is a toilet. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> It is a piece of fucking shit. Every fucking time. I'm like, do why do people live here? Because yeah. it's the best. Where do you live in LA when you go there? On the east side, like Highland Park or mm-hmm. that whole area filled with New Yorkers. It's like going to yeah. fucking Miami. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you there. assholes. Yeah. It's the Brooklyn of LA. Yeah, um, totally. But no, so you lived there for two and a half years and you moved back to New York. And I still kind of thought you were living in LA. I did you're not, not. You're very mysterious about your location. Which you didn't even give us your home address, which is very rude. Um, I gave you Chef's home address, which is North Cross Street. <laughs> yeah, don't come on, man. Just creating more work for this guy. What are you? It's fine. This is coming out in six days. But no, Mary. Like, why did you you move back to New York without telling anyone? Like, first of all, that's very cool. But why? Smart. And it doesn't matter. I'm just pure energy now. <laughs> okay. Where does it matter you're what like the geotag? Like snap. Exactly. No, I mean. Yeah. I, I, I'm out there for work so much. It, do, it doesn't matter. And like New York is my sanctuary. It's my home. Like I don't really need to advertise where I'm at. Like my people know I'm here. Like, sure. Basically you're not my people is what I'm trying to say to you. Speaking of which Mary, uh, I'm going to, which Mary, kind of Thanks. put the, put the vices <laughs> on you here. Uh, you're currently sober, right? And you've been attending zoom meetings all through quarantine um, these 12 step, this 12 step program is part of the 12 step program, apologizing to all the people you've wronged in the past. And if so, would you like to apologize to us for making us watch your clips on Viceland? Did you watch my clips on Viceland? Yeah. Nobody asked you to. You, you told me uh, when we ran into each other outside of Vice, you're like, yeah, I got some shit on HBO coming up. Peep that shit, fam. I definitely did not see Peep that me. shit, fam, because that I sounds also like a don't suggestion, see- not like, you know. I think I just told you that was happening and then left. (laughs) Um, No, like, so you just outed me that I'm in 12 set meetings, which is, no, I'm kidding. No, I I told you that. Um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, the the amends thing. (laughs) Not his ass. (laughs) So the amends thing is a huge part of 12 steps and you do, you go and you like apologize. But the thing that is the, the moment is that you apologize for things you did. You don't apologize for things you thought. You don't apologize for things maybe that you think they thought. Like you apologize for actual events. Okay. And it's like Yom Kippur for Jewish people. It's exactly. It's all contrition. It's all that thing. And yeah, it feels great. I mean, it's humiliating at the time and it's very uncomfortable, but you, you, it's like putting down the heaviest fucking backpack with no lumbar right. support. Would you recommend it to people that are not in the program, just making amends with those you have wronged? <laughs> Apologizing to the homies? Yeah. Just generally speaking. You know what? When's the last time you got a fucking real ass heartfelt um, apology? Uh, when we recorded an episode <laughs> yesterday from Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I read his text back to him and he's like, oh, fuck, I was a dick. Yo, that shit is healing, man. It is good. It feels it great. Nice. It feels good to But don't do it for it. just like selfish reasons, right? That's what I'm saying. Don't do it to people, please. Don't do it to like wheedle some shit out of someone to do it to get a reaction or whatever. Don't do it to create drama. Do it or, if like, you mean it. Face it, fake intimacy. Do it if you mean it. Do it if it's like a salve, if it's like a tonic. 
and then be out. And also they don't forgive you. This is the whole point. You accept it. That's mm. it. Like that's the hard it. thing that people have. A lot, a lot of people think that just by apologizing, it's going to make everything. What's be been, and that's what's, not realistic. What's been your rate of acceptance um, <laughs> to denying versus to, people not forgiving people sometimes don't hit you back and they're like, nah, or they, they just ghost you. And then they talk about some other shit when you talk to them again. And then you're like, all right, they, they're not, they're not down for it. And you have like, they're like, yeah, that's that cool. Because, you watching game seven tonight. Is, <laughs> is, do you think that maybe that would be because they're like, why is Mary apologizing over text when she could just call me like a real person? Fuck. No, I mean, you basically text to set up an in-person apology. Oh, oh almost like getting, God, which is impossible during quarantine. To meet up and apologize. But are you well, like, Hey, you I would zoom. apologize in person, but you know, social distancing. <laughs> oh shit. So that's part of it is that you, you, you can't, you don't just, you don't do it over text. You have no, to do you it. You have to set up a thing and okay, you actually I didn't know that. say, this is what the thing is. That's wow. intense. It's yeah. intense. It's a lot. Uh, who was the, who was the hardest, what was the hardest apology or who, to whom was the hardest apology to make? There was an apology I wanted to make to an ex for a variety of reasons. And that person doesn't want to speak to me. And I think that that, it's yeah. fine. I you mean, it sucks and it's hard, yeah. but like, it's what it is. And that's also the growth where you're not like, I'm trying to apologize to you. What the fuck is wrong? No, no, you know, right. that kind of shit. The acceptance, yeah. like you're talking about, like you, that's just now you move forward. Lawrence, totally. I'll, be, I'll be expecting your text later tonight. Um, yeah, shit like that. I'll be expecting an edible arrangement for Myriad's. <laughs> <laughs> no melon. Yeah. <laughs> Did, I mean, th- this is like, obviously this is like a lifelong endeavor, sobriety. Um, it's not a, a short-term thing. The sobriety is selective though. I want to say, right. Like I don't right, drink right, alcohol right. and I don't make myself vomit after I eat anymore. Right. But I also fuck around and will do shrooms like right. for a, a, pal- a mental palate cleanser a few you, times a you, year. You going micro macro? What are you talking about? You know what? I metabolize drugs weird, which is to say, I'm like, this is the only way where, place where it's in the mids. Like I will micro, but it's like kind of, I don't like blast off into outer space and like try to get like a DMT experience or whatever, yeah. but right. like I, it's not like a microdose. Sure. Do you guys, when's the last time you took shrooms? Saturday. Yeah. I, I not, not maybe for me, it's been a minute, but um, we're, we're very pro we're pro booming across this whole podcast. The thing is, when's the last, that means when's the last vacation you went on Lawrence? Uh, like a real vacation? Like, or like I went to somewhere and there was no business attached and I didn't even answer emails and shit. Uh, well, you I don't, don't get know. emails anymore. That's a, that's yeah, the I mean, it, fucking being a, a, I'm not trying free, to be, a free, a floating creative. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like working for ourselves, not that James and I don't put the work in, but like, it is a pretty easy life. I mean, I went on my honeymoon a year ago, which was like a real actual vacation, mm-hmm. but I've been like traveling. I drove to North Carolina to, uh, oh. to have a socially distant tasteful beach week so i did that that was like a couple months okay. ago did but you rent a car or did you, did yeah you buy a car? rented a car drove down with my wife so that kind of sucked driving for 12 hours but you know that's the only way to do it right so totally at this point for sure but uh but yeah i don't know i mean listen i feel like i need a vacation that's what i'm saying like even just well, like breathing the air outside well you can't breathe the air outside now <laughs> yeah, well i mean just going somewhere in the wilderness like i think i've that, been that be i've been great. wanting to like because th- lawrence and i we are so beholden to our fans and the worst thing we can do is let down our paying best friends 
But like you look at other podcasts and they do seasons and they have breaks, but it's like, if we take, if we took a break, right. Which we'd have you to need a, out, you need a hiatus. I don't we, know, man. That's not we, how we're how do we kind of, how do we kind of bridge that gap? Like, do we front load the content and, and yeah, roll can't it out? You get, a, get a few in the can? Yeah. I mean, really, that's what we'd have to do. We just could. fucking front load it and then just, you know, release them as they can you do like some, like some, like, I don't know, some curly leaf parsley core four like that and like have that to like, also, by the way, we can podcast remotely. We're already doing that anyway. So like, yeah, as long as you're somewhere with the internet, just give the two hours that it needs. Like, you know, but I don't need to put out the free stuff. Well, that's games. the thing. I don't know if the rock house hotel in, in the grill has like the best fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi. You know? That's actually where yeah. I met my husband. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That place Word? rocks. That place is so sick. <laughs> yes. That's where we met. Damn. Is he like a, I mean, is he like a rock star? Like, no, I mean, like he was with a couple of friends who I know. And Damn. I was with a couple of friends. And when I went there, it was me and two homies and a bunch of white dudes in their forties. And they're, but that's exactly the energy right there. Did you <laughs> like, marry a, a white dude in his forties, Mary? <laughs> he became in his forties. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Damn, that that's trash. But no, Mary, um, it, so obviously sobriety, you're selective about it. It's like a, a long-term endeavor, but has this 2020, fucking pandemic, racial upheaval, Trump, you know, the world being set on fire. Like has, has that been, has this been a more challenging time to maintain and work on your sobriety than ever before? Yes and no. Like I would hate to be fucked up during all this shit. Like that would be so fucking dark if like I was like fully just drunk and high every single moment. Like that, that would be very acidic. Um, also some really fucked up shit happened with my family during Quar, like my mom was diagnosed with cancer in April Jeez, and I'm sorry. Yeah. all that shit was, was elective surgery. Oof. You know, they, like we couldn't get anything. Right. We couldn't get her medical attention for shit. And sure. that was hardcore. Are they still yeah. in, uh, are in, they in Texas? In Texas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was diagnosed with ALS a few weeks ago. Jesus. So sorry the shit is really fucking hard. Like just, it's just really hard. But the thing is, it's like, it's amazing that I don't have to do fucked up shit as a result of it. Right. right. Like it's amazing that I am not stepping out on my marriage, acting out, like being a fool, like just being a, like a real fucking dumbass. you know? Cause it, this is the thing. It's like sh- during core shit got so expensive emotionally to act out. Right. And so the fact that like, I'm not in an addiction, an active addiction cycle is great. Right. But that also means you have to feel your fucking feelings. Right. That is not fun. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Well, exactly. Losing every day. <laughs> losing, but, but oh, my every day is a new L. But in every day is a new L. Every day is a new L. Listen, if you're going to take an L, would you rather be in control of those L's or not? I guess that's kind of like the that's argument. What I'm saying. Responsive, that's what I'm responsive to them in a way that you are in tip top shape. Well, just, yeah, failing with your eyes open. How are you keeping yeah. a positive attitude? I, I mean, amidst everything, because God damn, it's like you are, you are fight. There's a crisis that's happening for everyone. And then you're fighting, you know, you're like multiple crises on a personal front as well. What are you doing to keep your spirits up besides podcasting with us? Well, this obviously is my medicine. So thank well, you you're guys. You're welcome. And you said meditation and you said meditation earlier. Meditation, right. And also just... Yo, if I fucking freak out about something, it's not going to change it. Like, right. and also like my anxiety and my feelings are not prophecies. I don't know how the shit will end up. 
I'm also not going to take on debilitating diseases and conditions of other people and make that shit about me. So it's like, what do you need me to be? What do you need me to do? And I'll just do that. And that is how I'm getting any ounce of fucking self-esteem in this shit. I'm doing esteemable acts. And like, that's how, yo, the thing that fucking sucks about all of this is that we're the adults. Facts. Facts. And so I have a fucking responsibility to not be a fucking asshole. I have a responsibility not to be a pill. I have a responsibility. And also I'm fucking so goddamn blessed. The fact that I, on top of this, am not like clinically depressed or have any other sort of like mental health issues. Like, I mean, I'm obviously you're making money. You got a roof over your head. You got food on the table. Yeah. It could be worse. That's totally fair. Totally. And so that's what I'm looking at. And you worry about what you can control. That's which is very little, you know, the only thing I can acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can control is my reaction to things dead ass. Sure. And so that's where I'm at. I'm like, I'm not falling apart because I don't have to right now. And it it sounds like you also have a bunch of work, right? Which is like, um, I don't know what your relationship is with like work and personal, but I mean, you're, (laughs) you're busy, you know, so you're not like uh, constantly bombarded. You're not sitting around with nothing. The negativity, like you are, you know, like we're, we're creatives, right? And so extremely, we're like hyper creative. So like, (laughs) you're always going to be making something, right? Like something's always going to fucking, yeah. Totally. Honestly, that's uh, the way that I talk. I just talk at people because I always pretend that I got a microphone in front of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? I know, I, I know you socially. <laughs> I've experienced this. <laughs> like, Again, no. our condolences. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like we're always, I think that that's such a blessing. Like we're, we're kind of like hardwired and insane in this one way where we always try to make shit. Like we're always talking to ourselves about how we'll sound or what we're going to write or what we're going to say. Like, and that shit keeps you company and it makes you crazy, but like, it's just not the worst. Like we are entertained by ourselves and it's disgusting for everyone around us, but voices in my head are fucking nothing but big guy slappers. My G that's what I'm saying. God bless. Like that's I mean, you're just, you're just like a, a, a veteran at this point. Like you, you have been in this game for so long amongst like different facets, like journalism, uh, you know, entertainment culture now, like writing and novels and, and fiction and for young adults, adults, films, whatever, uh, you know, there's obviously what like, can't she do ladies and gentlemen, she's a, she's a triple threat, but you know, we have 17 point, we had 18 million. Then we brought Nick Grant onto the podcast and we're back. We're down to 17.5. So mean. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I mean, so I, Iowa is not that bad. Iowa is a fucking. You're right. It's terrible. Satan's <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Um, but look, no, we obviously have some some a bunch of creatives that are listening right now, and a bunch of aspiring novelists. Would they? I know that they would love from you a fucking f- four books under her belt, two for two, New York Times bestseller, the boss bitch of the bestseller list. <clears throat> What's the first piece of foundational advice you give to someone who's trying to become a novelist? This is going to be so obnoxious, but finish the book. Finish the fucking book. book, Dude, that's the tough love that that people pay us for. I mean, this is free, but that's why they come to this show because that's tough. That's that's the tough love. Do the damn thing, right? Do it because then you can fix it. You can't fix what isn't written yet. Right. It's going to be bad and it's going to need a lot of fixing. Yo, like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I think this is like some Ira Glass quote or whatever, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But basically, read every Rick Rubin quote on Instagram. Like, yeah, that, right. just sort you out. That's that's every secret you best. need to know. But like, my favorite Rick Rubin quote is "Unfriend Kanye." 
<laughs> really? No. Oh, I thought he might have said that. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he did at some point. I love Lawrence's trusting heart. Was I was like, too. damn, yo, Rick Rubin fucking went for it. This man yeah, basically jugular. produced Yeezus in like three days to get it out on shelves, man. Take your shoes off and unfollow Kanye. Yeah, yeah totally. No, but like you, your output is never going to be what you want it to be. And then you'll get it to a place where it gradually becomes closer to that over time because your taste will always, always outpace your output. Just do it. Just do it. Do you have a hack? Do you have a a personal kind of signature hack for writer's block or how you deal with it? Yeah. Sometimes if you have writer's block, stop writing. I know that that's antithetical to just what I said, but like just because you sit in that chair and punish yourself for not being productive that that moment doesn't mean it's going to come. Like some days you're going to get 45 minutes of writing done and that's okay. Cause you just have to sort of honor your writer, but at least keep at it. You'd be surprised what like 500 words a day will do over time. Like, and you know, and I'm really lucky, like you, and you guys know too. It's like when you kind of start out with like making content or journalism, like you kind of barf up a lot of stuff, no pun intended for bulimics, but like you just barf. And so like you kind of have that threshold of not being super precious with it. Right. Don't be precious. Just write the fucking thing. And the right. version of you that gets to the end of that will be so much better than the version of you that started. And that person's going to edit the work. So you're good. Right. You can't change what you haven't written. So you might as well get yeah, to fucking putting something down kids. That's I believe uh, Mary HK choice said that uh, one day long ago. <laughs> All right. No, Mary, I think that's, that's very important advice. And that's a great place to wrap up the first topic of this podcast, which again is ourselves, mm-hmm. Jimmy Larry, the goddamn motherfucking boys. It's time to move on to the second topic of this podcast. I hope you got, I heard your, your uh, partner, microwaving some shit. I hope he's ready to fucking <laughs> microwave it. He reheated for you two hours from now because it's time to get into topic number two, which is money. Bing. Yes. Got it. Uh, yes, nailed it. We're an elegant podcast. We're a classy podcast. Above we are board. Above board is what I'm supposed to say. We don't dabble in gaucheness. Mm-mm. We don't dabble in the fucking lowbrow, the tacky, the gossipy. None of this trafe shit. No. That being said, Salary transparency, very hot topic these days. And, you know, it's important for, again, people that are people to, for, it's important for people to understand the value of their labor and their creative output. So our question to you, how much money do you make? Yeah. And please answer because we're going to bleep out what I said my advance was. So you need to, you know, pick up the slack with transparency or don't don't answer again, people or don't, or don't also. It depends on the year. Like certain okay. years that What's a bad year. What's a bad year look like? <laughs> like, I don't know, like 90,000. Okay. That's bad. All right. For so, so, so shy I'm of six figs. Yeah, exactly. I'm Hashtag blessed. blessed. Yeah. Very blessed. <laughs> Under <But> then, six <laughs> figures. <laughs> like, could it be me? Could it be me? Or could it actually? At this rate, bro, I don't I know, like, man. I was like, yo, Lawrence, I have no idea how much money we make in a year. Wait, yeah. how much Seriously. money do you guys make? We, I, I, I don't know. I would, it, it honestly, ends I, and it flows, my I wish, friend. I don't have an answer. I, I will get. We had our best like, month last month, though. We Who have our it? Patreon, and we we have our Patreon, and we have our side projects. But like, it it really does go up and down. It's like again, this thing's nine months old. We've only been out of our jobs for for me three months for Lawrence four months. Should we, we say what like our best month yet. ever was? If speaking of transparency, should we just say before taxes? Should we say that what the gross was or no? 
Mm. Yeah. And this was a month with a big, a lot of stuff was happening side project, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tangential to the core product of the podcast. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's you. You'll tell me later. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 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 We made $800 million last month. (laughs) Oh my God. Jinx. Me too. Oh yeah. Fucking crazy. I did say, I did say the amount to my account and he's like, damn, that's a lot. I was like, do you want to hear about my expenses? And he's like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't want to hear gross. I want to hear net. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. You're just flexing. <laughs> I was trying to have you do the same thing on our audience, but I guess you have Did more. You like, do you me. like your accountant? He's pretty cool. He's very efficient. He's like out in Cali. His name's Byron. I put him in touch with all the homies. Um, oh, he's going nice. to help us with the pod later this week. And he, he got put, I got put in touch with him through uh, Cedar Pissori. Shout out Cedar. Mm. She, he just specializes with like a lot of like small businesses and creatives and shit. He's a very creative accountant. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Carry the one several Um, times. Boom. Yeah. Mary, how much money do you make? Um, and then it vacillates. And so last year I had my best year ever and that was congratulations. Thank you. That was a lot more. Good. Great. Good. 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 And good. good. Seven figgies. Was it a multiple? Was it a multiple of the first year? Yes. Sick. But it wasn't seven, not even close. Right. But well, like, I mean, near, day. but like, okay. but yeah. hopefully that will change. Right. And, but the thing is, it's like, you know how it is. It's like, you have one diesel year and you're like, fuck, why didn't I do this for taxes? What the fuck it's, is going to happen to me? It's, yeah, for it's, real. It's a feast and famine, you know? Yeah. Seven and years like, of fat, seven years of lean. That's what I'm saying. That's a know? Kanye quote from the Bible. <laughs> It's the freelancer's curse, man. You know, it, it, it comes and it goes, and all that's you what, can do is just try to fucking keep it coming for as business long as be you can. booming and business be barren. That's what I'm saying. You can have rickets and gout at the same time. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> damn, fucked up. Bars. Okay, if, if you had to, uh, if you had to set a a consistent salary or revenue stream, how much money would you like to make? Because we yeah. talked about how. You don't want fame. You want stealth wealth. You want to fucking own a crib and shit. But like, what so, do you so, put that number at? Gross or net? We'll do gross. That's the way I think most people think about their salaries. Yeah. I mean, I would like to consistently make low sevens like every year for the rest of my life. All right. And that is, that's actually, no, that's not true. Not for every year. Like I would like to make low sevens for the next 20 years and then Mm. abruptly stop working. (laughs) Shut it down. Just shut it down. Just be out. Where do you retire to? Like what's your retirement plan? Yeah. Zox Island. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just me. It's gonna be fine. Um, no, I mean, I want a place in New York forever. Like, I don't care what happens to this place. Like, I'll just be here. You'll ride it out till the wheels fall yeah, off. For sure. And then probably a place, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like Southern Italy, somewhere in Europe. Ooh, like hell my, yeah. My partner is European, and so you got that options. No, because fuck but it, he's Swiss, and so Oh. Yeah, that's He's good money. That's really foundational right there. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> You're fucking Roger Federer? That's crazy. How, he's like literally the only Swiss person that anyone knows, but he's, he's from- Mr. Rolex? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Yeah. Rolex? Mr. Tag and Mr. Hoyer. Yeah, totally. Contiguous movement. Right. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Although not for Tag Hoyer though, yeah, just I'm for not, Rolex. Yeah. Um, uh, 
but he he there's no famous Swiss people is what the the point was. Who's the who name another one? Name another I Swiss literally guy. I don't know. There you go. Your the husband. We know your uh, husband Roger Federer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like maybe somewhere in Europe. It's just and it's so nice. Like nothing has anything to do with me over there. What do you think? Because you're such a hardcore New Yorker. What do you think of when um in the beginning of core? And I don't I think that we're past it where we can start like looking back at like phase one of core when people started bouncing from New York. Like what do you think? Well, let me tell you, I was in LA when core happened and I immediately flew back to New York. Oh, you, yeah. Smart. I can't, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got to go home. The thing that was so fucked up is this is when, this was before we knew anything. Right. So this was when it just wouldn't die on surfaces and everyone was singing happy birthday and washing their hands. Right, right, right. She was fucking crazy. We are getting on a plane and we're like, this is it. It's a wrap. We're going to get in our eyes. We're, it's done. Like, we're fucked. We're wearing, like, gloves. It was, like, so super fucked Jesus. up. Jesus. Naomi we Campbelling were, that shit? Yeah. Dude, like, beyond. We're flying in from L.A., so already it's a long-ass flight. This is the only time I was just, like, buying Delta One tickets without any upgrade, without any miles. I was like, fuck it. Like, we're, this is what we're doing. And <laughs> we're going out on top. We're going out on top. We, we, sat, we sat in the back. We tried, we tried to, like, space it out as much as possible. We fly here. We are maybe an hour and a half out of JFK. The fucking airspace above JFK gets closed because the air traffic control attendant had corona. Oh, oh god damn. We get turned around. No. We fly back to LAX. What? We're told Bro. we have to deplane. We the fucking gate we're at is all international travelers. No one's wearing masks. We're in LAX. It's just fuck everybody's trying to go home. Everybody's trying to fly back to wherever they're coming from. Yo, everyone was an aerosol because we were all crying. That's wow. And that sounds we, like a nightmare scenario. You're, you're flying for like worse than eleven. You're flying for like eleven, 11 hours. hours. Oh my and god! And then we we Come and on. this was this was even before we could get tested here. Any good movies? Yeah. What Actually, <laughs> what did you watch? I don't even. What do you watch when you thought that you were going to fucking die on an airplane? Yeah. But actually, and at that point, I had been on. I'd been on tour the fall before, and so I'd seen all the movies. That was oh. actually the clincher. It was really so it's sad. even worse. It's it even worse. Saying it was even worse. I was literally watching Bohemian Rhapsody, being like, "What the fuck is my oh. life? This <laughs> editing is so bad." I'm watching Rocket Man for the fifth time. I want to just kill me. Take me it was now. Bad. I was like, Rocket I Man fuck- was the good one. Bohemian no, Rhapsody Rocket Man, I fucking- thought was mids, but that- whatever. You want to see it more than one time? You yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. I'm just once. like, I'm like, this is ruining <laughs> Mr. Robot for me. Um, so I'm like flying back. It takes a 11 hours Oof. and then been in fucking, you could have been in South Korea at that point. But yeah, even beyond real. that, man, I was like, I was like, it's a wrap. We're done. We're just like those little spiky coronaviruses are just all over. Yeah, you're us. like, We're you're done. like, I'm a statistic now. My husband I'm and a statistic. Yeah. To die. And then we, we come home and we're just like, fuck. Like that was the most insane. We slept for like a day and a half. We're just, cause oh. we had the run. No, I mean, we slept for a day <laughs> and a half. Cause we were like, it was so traumatic but I'm yeah. so glad. And we've been home since, and that's beautiful. Thank God. Thank God. And that's beautiful. Like you kind of want to be with New Yorkers when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was never going to leave. Yeah. I'll fucking die. I was born. Fucking die. You know what? Some sellout shit I did do though. I bought a car. Oh, oh no, that's that rocks though. I'm very kind of all car? about it. I'm all about I it. I bought <laughs> a 2020 
Ooh. Honda okay. Fit. Ooh, a hybrid. Damn. A Honda Fit Sport. Very, a girl very green. Cool. Very so cool it, it, it's the tiniest car you can park have it you, anywhere. Have you used it at all? I use it all the time. Where do you go to fucking the bodega down the corner? Like, what do you do? We, no. we, we go see shit, man. You can like, drive like an hour out. You can go to the beach every day. Like I had my friend's to, car for a month, bro. I changed my right? whole shit. It dude. Ruins I, don't even, you. I don't even drive like that. I don't even, I'm not one of those guys. Me neither. Like, it, it fucking, I'm all, I'm all for it. James, you said you were You were looking at the buying a car. I was debating buying a car and instead I got some Heelys, uh, you know, different, different <laughs> strokes, same. different folks. Yeah. Um, well, besides cards, what do you like to spend your money on? Because you, I was going to ask what your John's budget is, but you don't spend zero. It's no, zero. I'm, so what do you spend your money on besides gasoline for your fucking earth ruiner? You know what? I'm kind of stocking shit right now. I'm just squirreling it away. You're stacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not spending, you're spending very little money, even though you no, like I spend so much fucking money on just regular life. Right. Eating like out, eating out probably right. Eating Ish. Out ish, not that much, but like, you know what? The thing, the thing that got real is like, now I'm like buying all my meat from like the local people. I'm trying to support all the local businesses. I'm not like it's expensive, but if you got the means, like it's the right, that's yeah, what I'm you saying. Do it. Yeah. I'm like literally buying, just consumption. That's the way you're going to got to do it. You got to do it. I'm buying like Lucy's of LaCroix at my <laughs> bodega at like an 85% markup because I'm just like, it, this is where we're at. Like, this is that's what cool. it needs to be. <laughs> Well, thank you for your service. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why am I sitting here being like, and then the other thing I do, you know, I mean, so that's mostly where my money is going. Just like, and also a ton of GoFundMe fam. Like, yeah, Jesus, sure. that's the a real, aid. real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Direct relief. Um, <laughs> I don't have a transition for. No, I was going to say, really speaking of, no, you're going to say, speaking of direct relief. Speaking of direct relief, let's talk Patreon. about meats and cheeks. Yeah. Sucking and fucking. Yep. Right. Sex and dating. You recently celebrated a one-year anniversary of your wedding, to which you invited two year to which you invited zero people, which is now flex the cool thing to do. But you, Mary H. K. Choi, you were doing the zero invitation thing way before it was cool. Uh, Why did you guys decide to invite zero people except for the photog? I literally, I just didn't want to think about anything else. Like we went to city hall. We've got bodega flowers. It was perfect. We like ate. Sichuan food in Sunset Park took a nap. Mm. It was mm. that was a thing, and then we actually did have a dinner um, for the homies in Nargis. That like it's like an Uzbek restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Brooklyn. That was really nice. And did you invite your parents to that? No. You must have had the quite the shits on your wedding night. That's all I'm going to say. But Uzbeki food in the Sichuan, come on. <laughs> That's the thing. Once you already cohabitate and have no guests, you can just live your best life. Right. <laughs> What did your parents think about not getting an invite to not just the wedding, but the after party? I mean, they, we had them in to meet each other and whatever, whatever already. But that to me, that's also being an adult. Like I didn't want to worry about my mom being like, you know what? I just knew that there was no pleasing my mom. Like we weren't going to get married in a Catholic church. She wasn't going to be able to like wrangle all the things that she wanted. And I'm just like, if you're going to be unhappy anyway, then I'm going to have exactly what I want. Right. Cause it's not about you mom. About you. And like, but that's also just adult. I was like, not scared of pissing people off. Like I fucking, I mean, you know how it is. Like, you know how you don't deserve your wife. Sure. Agreed. Lawrence. Yep. Yeah. The epitome of that statement is Lawrence. I mean, I do not deserve my partner. Like, He's amazing. And like, we wanted a low key fucking day. Does and he like, get fits off though? 
Yeah, what's his swag? Or is it or is it trash style? And do you care? Yeah, it doesn't even matter. He wears he is a fascinating person, and this is the only thing I'll say about him because he's extremely private, but he buys clothing once he finds something he likes, he buys it in duplicates. Smart. That's that's once a rock, once a stock. Come on. That's then, not that uncommon yeah. of a thing and something that we, like, if you find something you love, like, you never know if you're never going to find it again or, you know, out of stock, whatever. Like, deep uniforms. Okay. And then every season he gets rid of it. And you then he, uniforms? The, and the, the next slotment of that comes in. Right, so everything kind of, he kept on ice comes in for the rotation. Oh, wow. Got it. Got Smart. it. So it's like, uh, he, he has figured that he has this down to like laser precision. Precision. So intermediary layers, outer layers, like everything. Okay. That's just what, socks, underwear, the whole thing. The Swiss surgeon of the of the wardrobe. He doesn't the Swiss have to army think knife. about shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Swiss army yeah, knife. the Swiss army life where every knife is a knife. Right. You know sure. what I mean? Like it's the same thing. So like it's a knife. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have any opinion on like uh because I think this is a, a very common question among our, our audience, which is like, what do I wear to impress as a young man, what do I wear to impress young women? Yeah. Or not even impress, but just like get by or like be presentable. Like, what would you suggest? What do should women what wear? Should, sorry, what no. should the what should the dudes wear? What should dudes wear to like not but to be cool, but also like because like there's offensive. Fit, there's fits to there's fits for the, there's fits for the fellas. Obviously, like that's some, your best don't you, shit. Don't you? Yeah, your best shit ever. Right, always for the boys. It's all like inside no, baseball. Your best shit's for the boys. All, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yes. what I mean. You yeah. want to be able to see. It's like. <laughs> You guys are such like subreddit nerds. It's like you want this deep, deep cut to be understood by someone who fully understands. Yeah. Like that really is going to get what that can gush with, can gush over me. Exactly. Rightfully so. But you know, when you wear that, you feel so pretty and you feel so oh, held. So, yo, so pretty. Shorts I, and hoodie season got me feeling like a bad bitch. You already man's fucking vibes. <laughs> my man's eight, no crumbs. Yeah, right. Yeah, what do they wear for the, for the ladies? Yeah. I feel like when dudes just like exact like level that exact level of effort but also feeling cute confidence it works for the ladies as well so even when i would dress like you would for the boys for the ladies because i feel like Hmm. that confidence would really come off take one piece off right like like (laughs) do the do like don't wear the full needles track suit put on just like a t-shirt with the needles track pants exactly like you know yeah, One. you don't have to be like needle square. Just you go, go single. <laughs> that's it. Sure. Yeah. Word. All right. Uh, speaking of young men who are confused, we have Chef. I think is on video mute. Um, but we got Chuck here. Oh, Chef's, Chef's back. Chef's okay. back. Chef. Wait. What was? you on Chef, mute, Chef. Chef was eating some some feta sal. Um, I was uh, folding my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Very cool. You have in unit. Yeah. Wow. Shut up. Wow. Oh, nice. Flex. Are they are they miniature though? Do they take like two hours per load? Uh, I I did just have to dry my shit twice because it didn't go through. Damn, hate to see it. That's the fucking. Uh, That's how they get you. Yo, Um, did you clean out your lint filter? Is that why your shit's not drying? Uh, I mean, I I, we just moved in a couple weeks ago, so I haven't even really thought about doing that yet. My uh, assumption, chef, is that it's a. My assumption is that it's a ventless dryer because they don't want the steam making mold, Mm. and so it just takes fucking forever. Which is again, yeah, we have a vent. Get you. Got a vent. Um, but okay, sixty seconds of thirst. We're going to allow Chuck and Chef to have the floor. They're going to ask you anything, pitch you on something. Maybe they have a book idea. Maybe they have a movie idea. Uh, Chef is still thinking about laundry. So Chuck, we'll go with you. Um, You talked a little bit about uh, like paying attention to like the bestseller list. 
But I was wondering, like, how, like, what you think of like the trolls and like negative criticism and like how you deal with that? Because I'm sure there's like a bunch of Amazon fucking jokers and stuff <laughs> and people reviewing your shit. Well, to paraphrase Rick Rubin, it's like don't read the reviews unless you want to know, like, unless you want to laugh or know the particular vibe of the person writing it because it has nothing to do with the merit of your work. And I actually really believe that with the critics, like, you know, people will shit on me for different reasons and it's kind of fine. Cause also like, if you read Amazon reviews, some of them are like the shit, like ship late. I fucking hate it. Like one star. (laughs) So like you kind of can't really let that dictate your work or your self-worth. What's the worst critical review you've ever gotten? Like, where People hate from? my writing. Like, fundamentally. Really? Like, but yeah. did it come from, like, the Your fucking, pros. like, New York review? Yeah, that polysyllabic like- pros shit. They're not fucking with it. And so that's the thing. It's like, I could be the best version of me and someone's still going to fucking hate it. And, like, right. I can't worry about that. The other thing, too, is, like, yo, like, someone reading my book and not liking it, that ass, they could just be hungry. Their blood sugar could be low. That's not my fucking right. problem. <laughs> but you're clearly moving units, I guess, has a review from a, a place of merit stuck with you or like whether it's a chip on your shoulder, like some vengeance shit, like, ha- or does that just kind of, you just brush that shit off? I wish I was the type of person to be like, this person, this name said this, and then like verbatim spout off what they said. But like, I don't remember that shit. Like you're I short just, mem- you're, like a, you're like a quarterback throwing the interception, short memory. So then what do you think of when you read a, a glowing review? Do you take it less seriously because you're like, this person just ate Chick-fil-A, so of course they're going to love the book or whatever. Yes. You know? like, do you, Conflict like, chicken. Right? No, like, Popeyes, Popeyes. You, so you don't get gassed on reviews either way, right? You don't let it tear you down. What good review do you remember ever? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? You Because like we get reviewed t- terribly. Well, our reviews also seem no, to be getting we, our dick sucked or we get reviewed terribly on Reddit. We have like 4,000 five stars and like one one star. Oh, no. Not iTunes reviews. We're good there. I'm just saying people like the, the Amazon reviews for you. Like we get that shit like every episode basically on like Reddit. And it just seems to either be oh, yeah. on either end of the spectrum, right? No one ever seems to have a measure. You guys tape. on discord. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Discord. I mean, like how is the, how's the fandom you should, over you, there? When you, join, when you join the Patreon, you should join. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, if I listen, welcome to the motherfucking Thunderdome. If you want to hit the discord, be my guest fam. I mean, that's fascinating. And that's like, they will, they're intense. They're intense. They're intense. It's the same thing. So it's either There's way. Sometimes, sometimes those places like Reddit and discord, sometimes they hit you with the criticism that you kind of agree with. Yeah. They give yeah. us good advice. Sometimes. Like, why the and fuck so, are you guys talking about wedding bands for 10 minutes? Well, fair, but like, <laughs> I, you know what? I fuck with good notes. I will fuck with a good note. You know what I always so, tell Lawrence? I always tell Lawrence, no one leaves a good review. No, no user leaves a good review. So like the three negative things that are fucking eating away at your soul, like, what percentage of the overall listenership is that? And just imagine that like anyone who didn't leave a bad review. They're satisfied. They're satisfied. Absolutely. That is yeah. satisfied customer. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't. And then Lawrence ignores me and he goes back in and just fucking yells at people. <laughs> it's, weird. it's weird. I like personal. watching James groom in his own reflection in this. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. like my favorite part of this yeah. entire podcast. You should watch James do TikTok. his other type of grooming. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You, I have a separate razor for that. Right, right, right. No, I meant, I meant the young female fans that you. Uh, no, that not since the first Obama administration. Yeah, the way that he's going to ride all night long. Yeah. Uh, so read it, not ride it. Read it all night long. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what the kids are calling it nowadays? Whatever you say, boss. A hundred percent, chef. Did you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Mary? Mary's like I'm. 
I'm the podcaster now. Yeah, totally. Chef, chef's like, how do you clean out the lint from your lawn? Uh, actually, though, um, <laughs> nah, uh, I so I mean, I also grew up uh, in an Asian Asian household, and I feel like it's uh, it's pretty common. South. What's up? South Asian. Yeah, South Asian. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not, I feel like it's, whatever. Yeah. Like, man, why do you ask this like- fucking question, bro? Uh, I, I thought you were going to say something again, so I paused. Um, I'm, I'm letting you speak now. <laughs> I feel like there's this a lot is your of, time. This is 60 seconds of thirst. Hey, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of internal suppression of like emotions, especially like expressing them, particularly around like your parents and stuff. And you know, you obviously like over the last couple of hours, I've I feel like I've gotten the impression that you, you are like so in touch with yourself and very like comfortable with who you are as a person. And you know, I think that like as children of asian immigrants get older like that's something that everybody kind of like experiences is in the in the states have you seen that like rub off on your parents at all i'm just curious um yeah i mean i kind of i really identify with what you said i feel like there's kind of two coming of ages that happen with like people like us who are repressed or are so outside of what our parents understand um you know like you come into this adulthood and then you come into this sort of like double consciousness or awareness of like what your role is like within your culture. And yeah, I do think that, I mean, my parents already, like our parents period, like we might have this like difference of opinion or whatever, but the fact that they're here alone is already such maverick iconoclastic shit, Mm -hmm. like for even their family that like, I do think that they've come to more of an understanding around certain things, but you also have to be fucking relentless like, I can't waver. I can't, like, I fucking moved six apartments with my LSAT textbooks until I threw them out. And I was like, this shit is clearly not happening. I'm not going to fucking grad school. <laughs> but if I, like, danced the dance and was like, maybe I'll go to grad school and da 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 maybe I'll, like, marry a doctor or whatever the fuck. Like, I think that would, would have been more confusing. So for me, in my experience, kind of staying the course and doing, like fuckman shit for like consistently <laughs> i think it's been like good for all of us yeah so like i don't think they'll ever get it but also a lot of that has to do with them worrying about you yeah no i feel that i mean i feel like, like sometimes you have to like overcompensate for the level of confidence that you have in, in the decisions that you're making right right and also think about your cv like you have to cite these assholes on your fucking like curriculum vitae and that shit is painful and like how is your how are your parents supposed to understand that they've sacrificed so much for you yeah you, you are your ancestor's dream and you're squandering it all for this shit so you have to sort of take take some compassion right there yeah I'm that's kind of a crazy point is that like the the immigrants to like leave your country, whether out of like forced circumstance or choice, like that is a very rebellious act in and of itself. It's bold as shit. Yeah. Whether, whether you're running towards running away, whatever, like those both, both those things are true. And then like trying to make your way, like some of these, some of these scams and hustles for like the people like first generation, like that's, that's, that's so fucking real. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see, or it sounds like we, we might uh, maybe hopefully hear some of this in Milk Teeth? There's going to be a lot of things in Milk Teeth. Um, and I would also like for that to be written because like, it's still, <laughs> right. this is I, one too, yeah. I, would, I too would like to read that book and see those Right things. now, all we got is milk and all we got is teeth. We got to fill out everything <laughs> in between. Leak the deck. Yeah. Totally. All right, chef, chef, that was a chef and Chuck. Thank you for two Thanks, guys. really Great good questions. questions. 
Um, Wait, how did you link up with Chef and Chuck? Chuck sent Chuck us a vine, a vine of Kanye West doing the Wolves dance to Teenage Dirtbag. And we said, you want to be our social media intern? And he said, yes. Can I also move to New York? And can you get me a job? Right, Chuck? Is that? And we That's did. correct. Where were you from, Chuck? Uh, Arizona, Tucson. Oh, okay. Right on. And then Chef, Chef interviewed. Chef we, came. We, we, had, yeah. we had producer Jay and we got him a full-time job at, at, I think we can say Vox Media. Yes. Where he now like produces all their podcast based uh, on a fucking live. Some woman at Vox is like, hey, so. Uh, don't, don't say this. What's the statute of limitations on his job, bro? Just based on a, uh, a uh, liberal interpretation of his duties uh, at uh, filling up. I believe it's called a fibioli. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fibiola. And uh, yeah, so, so Chef came in. He was wearing a leather jacket and a St. James long sleeve stripy tee. He interviewed against, but here's the thing. We interviewed, James and I posted up at Kinfolk. Um, we got shit-faced, and we did a revolving, yes, big RIP. Yeah. Shout out to the Hulk fam. Uh, we just did a revolving door of candidates, and we interviewed, like, I don't know, five to no, seven people? Like, close to ten, and for me... I was like, Chef is the one. Like, this guy's okay. got the experience. Chef was he's wearing a, a leather he's a POC. Leather yeah, jacket. The fucking kind of leather jacket. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a leather jacket. I was wearing like a like a cardigan or something. Yeah. Even better. I, was, uh, Even better. I, I thought I was, I was like, gonna say Carhartt, but it, it uh, took a turn. <laughs> I was like, we were like six Negronis deep at that point, so it looked like a fucking. Yeah, I honestly leather, think he was jacket. towards the end, and we were just like pretty smashed, but we were Dude, both like, first, this is. I was the first interviewee of the day. <laughs> I showed up before you did. Oh well, also, also, by the way, like we were pretty smashed before we even started <laughs> yeah, interviewing, yeah, yeah. so it didn't time matter. A, we were drunk. time is a flat circle, yeah. but yeah. we definitely, we definitely were like this, this little fucking, this hipster fuck. When you know, you know. Fuck, you know, of course, it was love at first sight. Here totally. we are. <laughs> I don't know, Chef, how long have you been working with us for now? Uh, two and a half years, since the beginning of 2018. God damn. And Mary, that, that, was, that was the low point of Chef's life, and we fucking like a phoenix from ashes. Mm. He is now mm-hmm. killing it professionally, personally. And I'm not saying that it's because of us, but I do think it's a funny coincidence. But use your fucking all. brain. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Use fill, it, fill in the blanks. Can all totally the dots here. Read between the lines. But no, yeah. thank you, boys, for Thanks, uh, another strong 60 seconds of thirst. Mary... You are obviously a fucking taste goddess, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we wanted you on this podcast, not just to talk about what you're doing and how you're living, but also we want some fucking recs. That's all people some want intel. these days, right? It's just yeah, some intel. goddamn intel and recon. So in this segment, we call Fuck What Not Fuck With. It's a working title still. Still working on the title. Uh, maybe you can all help right. us for that. You're a writer. Um, we're going to throw some categories at you. You tell us what you're fucking with. Milk, fucking with. milk teeth, not milk teeth. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe. All right. First fair, up. Fair. Brands, what brands are you fucking with? And it doesn't just have to be fashion, but like, yeah, we are a fashion podcast. Yeah. I think a lot of vintage shit right now. Okay. Yeah. Do, you have, like uh, I, do, you have, do you have any favorite shops in New York that you want to throw out there? Yeah. Speaking of retail. Uh, throw them some uh, business, throw them some, some awareness. On the retail. Honestly, I haven't been to like a brick and mortar in a minute. Damn. Like sometimes I'll go in to well, try you're not shopping. On. You're not yeah, shopping, it's, it's right? been a long time. But also it, I think that even when I come back from shopping, I'm going to buy pretty exclusively vintage. I'm super sad about fucking housing works, man. Are they done? No, they're not done. But like apparently instead of hiring back their workforce, they're like like preventing them from forming a union. And uh, they're also like fuck. hiring these like volunteers basically so that they don't have to like do anything like scabs scabs man and that hurts my heart because i really fucked with housing works heavy and you're you're not fucking with housing works i love i love vintage eileen fisher Ooh, and i actually really like 
I like a lot of like plus size clothes that you can just wear in the dimensions that you want. Mm. Um, Make them your own. Yeah, totally. And I, I love La Mer for Uniqlo. Like that, I think that's consistently the thing. Hell that yeah. I that's use. that's Larry shit. Uniqlo, you baby. Uniqlo, U all day. I love the men's department in Uniqlo, U. That's like great shit. All the sh- like all the fleeces, all the sizing is just just. Like, what do you great. think of our? Uh, what do you think of our campaign with Uniqlo EG? Oh, did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I oh, wow. It. it was huge. I mean, there was billboards was on like, expertly Houston, executed spawn square. Yeah, it was, I, it was I'm going to check that out. Shift. I'm sorry, but like the, the, the copping sabbatical really has me cloistered. That, <laughs> Seriously. I'm, I'm not trying to. Couldn't like, even look at goddamn Instagram. <laughs> goddamn motherfucking boys. Jesus, that costs nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it costs me. Like the temptation is too right, real. Sure, I see something sure. like that. Like the craving God. sets in. Like, God what can I do? It was like, like a $40 fleece, Mary. You couldn't have fucking. It's, and this was a while ago too. And this, this was probably before, before your the sabbatical. sabbatical started. Yeah, I don't know. Was it before last? Last? Oh, it was like probably. It was probably last October or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been right around a year ago. Damn, right. fuck, shit. Sorry, God, dude. dude. That's fine. Uh, any other brands you're fucking with or not fucking yeah. with? Yeah, maybe fucking, even non-fashion stuff. I'm like, fucking with the Libby app, which is the library app. Okay. And you can read all the books on there. And what I've been doing is anyone who's like kind of canceled or problematic and I don't want to like buy their book, but I kind of secretly want to read them. Like I'll do that. I'll just borrow the library book. Um, Like that French pedophile dude. Who? All them. All (laughs) a hundred percent. All of them. French and pedophilia. It's a synonym at this point. I love local bookstores. Okay. You know what the great Amazon alternative is bookshop. Bookshop.org is gas. It's amazing. You might get your book shipped to you three to four months from the purchase date, but that's, that's okay. That's actually false news. It's fake news. That oh. happened to me just recently. Okay, isolated incident. Okay, so their thing is, what what, what book did it happen to you for? Uh, it was about the race between airplanes and zeppelins. It was like a whole, it was like, at, at, like in the 19 dickities, it was like one going to be one or the other. And like, airplanes I just say, obviously won. that book sounds fucking awesome. Thanks, man. Was it good? I, I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> oh, it hasn't come in yet. Got it. So I Oh, how does it has it? You know why they're sending it by Zeppelin? Zeppelin's one. It's true. Bookshop it's it, it, it it's, connects it's you with it's it connects meta. you with an independent bookstore. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a it's a database or a, a platform for indie bookstores. So they will have your book, but it might get shipped to you from some fucking hill person in Tennessee. That's all I'm saying. Some troglodyte. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Hey. Um, I fuck with books are magic. My bookstore, my local. Okay. Is, magic, is that a magic bookstore? Oh, yeah, it really, it they do really, really about is. How to perform uh, sleight of hand? How to float? How to float <laughs> yeah, above the Arizona right. desert? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of that. It's like very low profile right now. I fuck with uh, Haywood Hills. You know that that service? No. What is that? It's uh, something I'm signed up for. It's it's British, and basically <laughs> you tell them your interests and your favorite books and your favorite authors, and then they send you a book a month. Or two bucks a month, depending on what you want to pay. This is your um, shit. You're always recommending this. I get hit up. Should, all why the don't fucking, you get sponsored? I, I get hit up all the time because it's a fucking bookstore. They have no money. I get hit up all the time about it. Um, <laughs> it was a Christmas present for my parents, and yes, yeah, people love it. They say like this: my book buyer like knows me better than like my partner is like what the reviews say. Is that sad or happy? 
So far with me, they're one for two. Um, <laughs> and I don't have a partner, so. I know, we heard. Well, um, you, you, you decided to bring it up in minute three, which is going to be yeah, a big deal. That's true. Shout out to Mary. What a great guest, man. We're happy to have you here. Anything else you're not fucking with or fucking with? Yeah, what do you mean? Is there brands you want to put on blast? You want to get fucking, you want to drag some motherfuckers through the mud? No, I mean, it's hard enough for everybody at this point. I'm really trying to not do the Amazon thing though, for real, for real. Like I'm trying to like actually pay. It's so hard. I mean, actually paying shipping and handling, that's painful. (laughs) In this economy? economy. I will will say if you consciously try to cut down your Amazon purchasing, it's, you will cut, you can cut down a lot. If you're like, because it's so easy, easy, like one click buying to just like open the app, find it, buy it. But like, if you're like, no, I'm I'm only going to cop from Amazon. If like, I can't find it anywhere else. ditch. Like the detritus that you amass in your house gets significantly dwindled. And that's nice. Also those fucking boxes. Who's trying to break down boxes? Facts, dude. That shit is, they're so bad with the packaging. Like it's almost like a slap in the face. It's like almost on purpose, right? That's the vibe I get. It's absurd. It's absurd. And how can that's Bezos saying, suck my dick. That looks just like like my cardboard dick. Totally. And also like, just like fuck the planet like yeah. every single time and so like i'm trying to maybe trying it is cool when you actually stake it maybe it is such a massive flex nah it's bad <laughs> it's bad i mean it, it is a massive flex <laughs> like to to search for shit to get to for fucks to give high and low and like come right. short just none. but it just it's yeah. so evil it is what bad. about um sneakers and footwear yeah, you mentioned the Nikes, the the Stussy, yeah, the, the, the Stussy. number two yeah. of the Stussy sure. Nike collab, the caged up Spiridons. I get really, you know what? The only Nike I kind of want to buy. This Which thing that I've, the thing I've learned in my copping sabbatical is what I wear the most. Okay, like, what are my go tos? I would love to hear. What, those. What's the rotation right now? Yeah, well, I'd love to hear about that. I just I love rifts. I'm a riffs person. Right. Sure. I like the tabby type of silhouette with everything. Apparently they're the most comfortable for me. They're very cool. I, I actually, you know, I know the Margella shit has like blown up as it's become kind of like, like a fashion, like mean but piece, but so, the tab, but the rift to me is more, if you know, you know, I think it's a better option. And they're amazing. I fucking yeah. love them. And then you know, I know, what's, your fav- what's your favorite yeah. thing to put between the toes of your tabbies? Cigarettes, mm. produce, yeah. I'm not the literal internet, like nothing. <laughs> what the fuck? I have work not to a, do. Not, I would like to be wealthy in this lifetime. Do you, you have tabby socks? Do you have tabby I socks? I do. I okay. do. You know who makes great tabby socks? Daiso, that Japanese dollar store. They make is great that New York? socks. Yeah, where do you, is it you cop online? That's in LA. Sorry. Oh, damn. And, but I think there's one in Jersey now. But the other thing too is, <laughs> do you know what I was looking at that felt like so long ago? I was like looking at something online and I saw the Fila Disruptor. Mm. Remember those? Wow. Doesn't that yeah. feel like so that Remember bad. those? The Tiger like King of the life. sneaker world. Yeah. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Like time is so strange right now. Yeah. Like I can't even remember what I was used, like what was into in March. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, Tiger King is like, that's the joke because it's like, that feels like the last thing that existed. Totally. Right? totally. You know? That and like not dying from touching things which i you guess is still I also, true now you know what i also fucking love i think i'm gonna buy a lot more pleats please just like keep sure. that in the rotation and also like i love vibs like hmm. henrik, Henrik? Vibskoff, like yeah, yeah just like for the weird shit 
Not now for the staples. They make good staples. Yeah. They're not hmm. that crazy. It's mostly Maybe I'm it's like good really Scandinavian know. shit, right? No, there's like there's like weird silhouettes, but yeah. I mean like the stuff. He's an avant-garde you, designer, no? Yeah, considered so. But then we'll just fuck around and make some really nice, like regular, regular pieces. Sure. Loki. Um, yeah. Besides disruptors, is there any like sneaker shit? Because you must still see it. Like, is there still sneaker shit? that you're seeing out there that are just like, what the fuck are these people thinking? I don't like when heritage brands pander. Like DMA. So like, you know that, <laughs> for example, like DMA. No, like I fucking hate. Uh, shout, out, shout out the Gabagools at DMA. Like. Maron. Mar- <laughs> Mamma mia. No, like. Mama I fuck hate, me. I hate when they make girl shit. <laughs> Like huh? I hate, shrink, I hate, shrink it and pink it type shit. Shrink it and pink it, but also like that shit where like everybody's got to have a fucking creeper soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. every like a classic fucking like just standard shoe will just have like a bullshit silhouette, and I'm just like, why are you doing this? For like fiduciary that, responsibility. Yeah, yeah fiduciary. to the board. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. the fiduciary responsibility. The to, the to the fiduciary bags. To the bottom line. My fiduciary but, responsibility to the bottom line, bitch. Actually, you know what I fuck with heavy? Just buying your friend's merch. Yo, did you cop any Throwing Fits merch? I will. I actually have well, so much merch still from... From Bieber, your your good friend Justin Bieber. <laughs> I hate to break the news to you, but uh, you can't cop our shit anymore unless it's on the resale market. It was yeah, James and I only make what people want. We're extremely Actually, green in that way. It's not about being greedy, but it, that it's about cream shirt it. that y'all made, I still have that, and I wear that. The what? The oh, the old shirt? merch. Well, that was that was that's, <laughs> oh, that was different though. What was we it? Get, we didn't really get paid. Wait, off what, that. what was our shit? Cream, cloud like, rules everything. Cloud rules everything. Yeah. Cloud wow. rules. It was a that was like the, one of the first. Oh, we sucked so bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not that we oh. don't still, but fuck my life, bro. Um, yeah. sick. Let's get into another area of expertise that you occupy. Books. Mm-hmm. What books are you fucking with right now? Yeah, I just read um, How to Do Nothing, that Jenny O'Dell book, and. Um, I was reading a book by my friends about friendship. It's called Big Friendship. Aww. And oh, yeah. Because that shit will sustain you, man. Like, how else the are we going to get through this shit? The, the homies. homies. The homies oh, saved my life. The people that pay the most money on Patreon, that's big gang. That's big friendship, right? That's the biggest friendship big that exists. Big fucking friendship. The that's kind like, that pays us. The it's, most the only, money it's the only industry that isn't a scam. Right. Friendship. Sure. That's a big yeah. one. That's a um, bar. What about, what about when your friends are your business partners? Because... How is that not? Scammy. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's amazing it's, when it's amazing, and it's and it and as we've this seen this what, this what we tell history, people. when it's bad, it's as bad as. It but this gets. is what we tell people: is like, yo, you, what you want? The people you want to work with are the people that you enjoy being around because you got to spend the majority of your fucking day with them. Like, but also, it's the people that you have to have uncomfortable conversations with pretty consistently, just so that everybody gets what they want. Like, it's right. you can't mind yeah. read, you can't assume that the other person knows, and you certainly can't assume the other person will take care of you. I mean, that's just like the shit's a marriage. I'm not going to pretend like it's anything other than that, right? At least. Especially when it's a partnership. I mean, that's literally, it's in the name, you know? Yeah. So. Totally. Um, so what's the name of the homie book again? Yeah. Who wrote Big Friendship? Big Friendship. Um, Aminatou So and Anne Friedman. Nice. They are friends. <laughs> nice. Spoiler. They're sure. friends. Yeah. Got it. Any other books you are? Yeah. Anything you want to throw out there? Um, I just finished um, Convenience Store Woman. 
and I'm forgetting the name of the author, but it was very, it came out a few years ago and I just never read it. And that was excellent. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And then also I'm writing <laughs> books. And so sometimes it's hard to, it's do you, sometimes hard to ingest. It's sure. Do right. you get sucked into, cause I know there's like a uh, pop culture hypey books that are like, Oh, they, like the book du jour. Like, do you get, do you get sucked into that at all? Or do you kind of just like put that aside and like only, it depends. It? Like sometimes I love the book, like sometimes, but usually it's, it's not a bad like, thing at all. No, it's like, I like to watch game of Thrones three years after it's, happen. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's like, I, I would so much rather read the book on my own when it's kind of out Removed of that cycle. From the zeitgeist. Yeah, totally. Specifically. Right. Okay. Specifically. So that's kind of pretentious in its own way. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. But it also, right. it also means that I, I don't have to compete and I don't have to turn that thing into like culture homework. Right. right. That right. I have right. something to that say. That sucks. Yeah. I fucking hate that. Cause you know what? Here's my take. Well, and here's not, on yeah, Twitter. My advice would be don't start a podcast because <laughs> well, then you have to do that. Every that's month. the thing. It's like, I don't want to be on that content wheel anymore. Sure. Right. Because yeah. I know that it took someone fucking a million years to write this. I know it fucking costs them. Like, Oh yeah. You know that the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to speed read so I can like cast some kind of verdict on it. Well, you, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a unique perspective that you have as like a peer, I, yeah. but well, like, I that's why. That's why, Mary. I didn't read, understood that. Like, and that's why I didn't read permanent record. That's why I didn't read permanent record for this podcast. I didn't want to. Thank like, you. Thank you. Speed. You I want to savor it. Of course. I want to get that six month shipping from yeah. Bookshop.org and <laughs> savor it at my own yeah. pace. And as a fellow writer, I didn't want to read it and then get influenced because who knows when I could potentially start my next project. I don't want to have any outside influence. I'm pretty sure Lawrence, someone as good and as talented as you, I would hate to. I'm, I'm pretty sure Lawrence is. Shit. I'm pretty yeah, sure Lawrence is illiterate at this point. Um, <laughs> right, because it goes away, <laughs> grows yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, sure. He learned about wine and that pushed how to read out of his mind. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> any books you're not fucking with right now? Yeah. Any authors that besides you would that like to bitch, J.K. Rowling? I would never shit on another author. I don't care. J.K. Rowling. I mean, I shit on Hitler. Her, her politics that I do not understand. I sh- like Sean. Uh, Sean Hannity just put out a book. But the thing is, you you bringing it up for me to hate on it is just you bringing it up. Like we didn't need to bring this to these people up. Why are we? I don't know if like, you actually wrote a book. I was just hoping that you. Yeah, that's it. that's, that's gotcha journalism. That's yeah, what it's called. It's called po- <laughs> this is called clicky clickbait podcasting. But that's what I'm saying. Like that that kind of like putting that energy in the air. Like I'm not going to sit here and right. talk about like the hundred million that political skew right. type books because it's just like ugh. Like isn't there enough of it? Sure. So you're so you're not not fucking with anything really you just kind of like it doesn't you don't even acknowledge it it doesn't doesn't come across your radar yeah but yeah literally any book that i'm not fucking with i'm like do i know her right sure never heard of her oh she's never heard of her yeah never heard of her all right that's a good Um, good mindset let's get into the final segment here of this podcast mary before we can go you Send guys, you this your is Swiss like, partner. this is Herculean. You guys yeah. do this every time. Like, my mm-hmm. God, you must be part. I and said, we've been on a streak for the past, this will probably be yeah. the, the third one in a row where we're approaching three hours. Yeah. When I said two-ish, that meant like three. Yeah. Three-ish. Uh, which we're right at. So Mary, you know, we, we love you. Like, seriously, uh, we love to see what you're doing. Um, you're the homie. You are an inspiration. Um, we want people to kind of get into your work and who you are and what you do. And we want to see you thrive even harder, mm-hmm. which is why we want to offer up some constructive criticism, right? It's meant to build yes. you up. It's not meant to tear you down. Um, take it or leave it. We're not going to be upset if you don't take it, but it would be at your own detriment to leave it. Um, so speaking 
of, and I don't think this is going to go over well based on what you just <laughs> said. <laughs> My first piece of constructive criticism is the biggest YA legend of our time recently pivoted from whimsy and wizardry to transphobia. In your next novel, there should be a thinly veiled J.K. Rowling character who's just shit on and humiliated for 300 pages because transphobia is not cool. First of all, it's rolling. Second of all, <laughs> not, not recently pivoted. She's always been on the shit. She's the, always she been did, banging book, this like, ter- yeah, yeah. like this like trans. Which I don't even know what turf is, but she just put out a book where there's like a, a a serial killer transgender person or something. I don't know what the premise is, but it's it's bad. It's, an, it's a negative portrayal of the people that she publicly denounces. Right. Yeah. It's like the, the, the like she did not she denies she's transphobic and then puts out a fucking massive trans panic book. A she's literal capping. trans panic book. Yeah. Damn. Totally. You and I think, I think that <laughs> she's wearing the sorting cap. Harry Capper over here. But to me that, that I, I look at that and I'm just like, man, you're irrelevant. Damn. No, because like to Facts. me that that just like you, you speak of a type of obsolescence. You speak of a type of like narrow parochial thinking that I'm just like, okay, so you're, I, I guess you are not the future. No, like that. She just, had one hit. It's a billion, it's a multi billion <laughs> dollar. Fr- it's one hit. Yo, here's the thing is George Lucas relevant anymore? Same shit, man. You know, you're only as good as your last fucking smacker. So JK Rowling, get the fuck out of here. You man, I don't, man, and it's yet. just, it's so, it, yeah. Also, that shit is for babies, dude. Who gives a fuck about Harry Potter? Do you like Harry Potter? Says, That's for middle. No, dude. I'm, I'm not asking. I'm not asking you. I'm asking my, our guest. No. <laughs> I have never read a Harry Potter book. Really? Who gives a shit? Everyone. Who- actually, that is like such deep, deep. Like it is so controversial to never have read it in my. Never world. seen a movie either. I don't know about you. I've never even I've fucking never looked at one either. fucking frame. I, I don't, don't care. Know. I missed it. I missed it. But, and that's not something. Corny, and and at this point, that's not. Was that? Would you ever revisit those, or is it kind of like doesn't matter? Dead, irrelevant. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'll never say never. Say I'll never say never. But I'm not incentivized in any way at this point. Right. She's not I read doing them. Any I read them. Kind of like Kanye West, to be totally fair. Yeah, you know, fair. Like no, this. for a lot of people, that's definitely like what they're grappling. That's what with. I'm saying. I'm just like, man, say less. Yeah, shut just the be fuck rich, up. Just be rich just and be fucking rich, log say off. Less. Yeah. Just be rich and yeah. log off and get the fuck out of here. Damn. Um, if you have over, a friend of mine said this, if you have over like $15 million, you should have your social media deleted. That's what I'm talking about earlier when I was saying like, I want to have enough to be done. That seems low. I want to flex if I'm having $15 million. Okay, well, that's your own. Like, wasn't your, that thing in succession about how, to be the poorest rich guy? <laughs> Isn't that what? 20 million. Oh, that's what yeah. well, cousin Greg is. That yeah. they, well, he was saying that that sucks. They both suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be the Twenty million is the worst the level. Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, you still have to work, but like people think you're rich. Right. Totally. They just think they just think you're fucking money's growing on trees. Um. Okay, James, that was pretty good constructive criticism. I think we're off to a thanks, a, Lawrence. A, a cracking good start on our final segment. Um. Speaking of potentially writing in dubious characters to works that might reflect your thoughts on them in real life. What about writing throwing fits into your next book? And maybe you make us look better than JK is making, you know, trans people look. You can make us be like heroes. 
Um, I could do that. Um, you know, just like the best versions of ourselves. You could write that into a book. That'd be <laughs> you, cool. Or just consult, a reference. You, that could just be one of your cool hip references. You could have G and Delion consult on it. It's yeah. true. You know what? There are like tiny little sl- subliminals throughout. Like mm-hmm. different oh, perfect. characters are based on people in my life. And I never even tell them that that's Oh, happening. really? Yeah. And it's it's usually very positive. It's Has never anyone like, ever caught it? Have they ever Has caught anyone, it and called yeah. you out and be like, yo, is that? Wait a second. On? Or did you think they were, would they be like being such a narcissist? Like it would make them seem so bad. That they yeah. It's, it's it. never come up, but it's in there. It's throughout. <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. interesting. That's good. I like so you, that. You, you never know. Who knows? Damn, that's like the, that's like the that's like the most expert version of. I guess in your case, not subtweeting, but like, yeah, no one will <laughs> it, ever know. It is kind of you'll never know. Yeah, it's yeah like yeah, product yeah. placement, but with the homies. But, um, yeah. but <laughs> Mary, but everyone knows product placement, bro. This Mary, you well, yeah. it's like subliminal messaging. Mary, you uh, recently started writing the script for uh, John M. Chu. The throwing fits. Listen, the, the 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 push and pull of the it goes. It's bigger than throwing fits. It's the Jimmy and Larry epic. It's the saga. It's the fucking Ulysses of our time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Help us by writing the script for the TF Zuvi, and we'll keep you on for the whole process. <laughs> Not just script it. writing. You can direct script it. Writing. You'll cast it, direct it, do the whole uh, damn thing. The only thing you can't do is you can't be costume designer and you can't style us. Yeah, we st- we're gonna do that ourselves, and we get and we get final cut. Well, not you're not styling us because I will be played by Shia LaBeouf, but I get to style Shia. That's who would who would who would. Yo, play did us. you guys watch Honey Boy? Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. Oh, that fucking so good. movie! So it was really good. good. It's really so fucking good. good. Unbelievable! Didn't know what I was watching. The whole Maybe time that's the movie that last made me feel like I was. That felt extremely intimate. I mean, that's why I think people that love Shia LaBeouf, he, like James I, and I, I love I him because he's love him. He's raw as fuck, dude. That as is a raw man in America. Yeah, write him into your movie. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe. Can, do you have a role for Shia that you can that you can cast? He would in be a good. Movie? If you ever yeah, do, if you, you ever do emergency no. contact, he'd be a good Sam. No, I'm saying in your in your movie, can we? Because you're you're involved in the casting. Do you envision Shia playing a role? Just see not yet okay but just yet do um, emergency contact and he'll be an amazing sam he already has the fucking tattoos but the tf book tf zoo the tf zoo okay we can go back we can pivot back to that yeah do, would you like to direct the the and write the project why don't i do a treatment and you guys can Hell let yeah. me know who would play james it's, i'm it's doing shia yeah who's playing well, james a young keanu reeves well they, we're not going back in time yeah no. time machines aren't bill real and buddy bill and they are bill and ted yeah come on um, oh, actually, you guys are Bill and Ted adjacent. Um, <laughs> we are. No, that's the, we are Bill and Ted. That's like the, what we do. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Righteous. I really don't know. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Who do you who do you want, James? Realistically, do you have a, you have you thought about this? I mean, there's uh, there's a, a goddamn. Well, who's the crazy rich Asians guy? He's like the he's half Asian. Henry, Henry Golding? Golding. Come he's on, old. bro. What other half Asian? person and look jonah hill himself said it that's jonah hill Hill himself said it maybe i gotta play myself i mean i'm a great actor have you seen our tiktoks (laughs) no honestly the tf biopic where it's shia labeouf and (laughs) henry golding that's written and directed by mary hk Choi is a fucking smash already already totally hell yeah all right oscar's 24 fucking quaking in their boots Um, i just love the fact the part where he cast Henry Golding as himself. I'm, I'm still stuck on that. That's should, other, that should be okay, the opening other, scene of the movie. Is but that's what Name another what, half Asian in Hollywood. That's, first of all, you don't have to say half because you're whole. I'm half. You know, you're, you're mixed. Heavy you're mixed. vibes. Mixed. Heavy vibes. Yeah, you're mixed. It's not a fraction. You're just a Don lot. Don't show. Of, like, Fine. But, 
we Tom would have really to it. we'd have to cast He's for old you. as shit. We'd have to cast for you. Like so an unknown. Let's, let's use this it's role to discover a new star. Let's got create it. a star. I got it. It's Evan Mock. Can he uh, act? Not a problem. Whatever. <laughs> He's like hot and like 80. He is hot. So, yeah. so right, okay. Fair, so, fair, fair, cool. Fair, Good fair. to know. Uh, speaking of more ways uh, that Mary can, can help the only podcast that matters, uh, James and I have been talking a lot about how content behind the paywall, how we can diversify the, the offerings that we do. Um, you know, we've got multiple podcasts. I feel like, do you guys do like Q&A type shit? Yeah, we do an AMA podcast every so often, like every quarter. You know, like a big AMA we, we event try to podcast. Stag, we try to stagger parts. them out. We try yeah. to stagger them out so that we get like a, a refreshed batch of questions. Right. But that's a big would, thing that people like is advice. And otherwise okay. it would be a very like, yo, what pants should I wear? It's yeah. Like, we want it to feel special. And that's like even like the live shows that we've been doing on Zoom, which have been a, a smashing success. Speaking of all you know, the successful things we've been talking about, not just the books. <laughs> we've been out here. We've gone two for two, right? On our live shows at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're doing all this stuff. So basically what I'm saying is I would love to maybe combine these things that people like this idea of like asking questions, getting advice and the, the element that, you know, uh, live Zooms at this point is as good as they, they could get. Can you host, Mary H.K. Choi, best-selling author, can you host a creative writing webinar for the Throw Gang behind the paywall and is a way that we can leverage our friendship with you to continue to line our own pockets, but while also providing value and service to, to our fans via your hard work? Uh, no, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. What do you uh, think? Do but- you think there's Throw Gang kids that, like, are right. They're definitely writing novels and scripts right now that actually probably could use your advice, to be honest. We can talk about doing something to put behind the paywall. However, yeah, I, I mean, sure. Like there's probably people who are trying to write things and figure things out. And and you want to cut or you'll do little, it out of the little side bag, little script would, consulting. Yeah. No, I would never do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I might do something like an an, an AMA type something. Yeah. Also, submit your script. Submit your submit your original screenplay to Mary via DMs yeah, or Mary. tweet it like Kanye, <laughs> and she'll she will read the whole thing and she'll one give page, you one page at a time. Uh, you have four yeah. images available. But just one page DM at a time. it one page at a time. Well, Mary, where can the kids follow you and DM yeah. them? DM you their uh, novels and scripts. I'm Choi to the world, which is my last name C H O I on everything. That's Hell my yeah. website. TikTok? That's every. Social, I, I think it's on. I think it's my TikTok right now as well. Fire. Really? And is there anything, anyone you want to plug before we kick you out of here and do an ad for my bookie dot something? We don't know yet. Yeah. No. No. You don't want to plug anything. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, uh, God, merch my, contact, plug, permanent the record. Plug, honestly, is like my fucking book is coming out Cop in March. Cop yoke. Cop yoke. Pre-order it's is available when. Yeah, pre-order out you, now. Let's yeah. juice those fucking numbers. Yo, Throw Gang, if we can get Yoke <laughs> to be the number one New York Times bestseller, that will really, A, be awesome for Mary, but B, for us, showcase the power of the fucking Yeah, gang. you said pre-orders are important, right? And that's a They're tough one. So important. let's yeah. See, listen, that's, listen, let's not set any expectations here because also don't make us look bad. You know what I'm saying? But fucking <laughs> well, help fucking out with the juice. pre-order. Let's juice Mary's shit. Yeah, it's called the Yoke. Book. Pre-order now. Mary, thank you for coming on to yeah, thanks, Mary. You're the, the best. only podcast that matters. We appreciate you giving us three hours of your time. Yes. Uh, I heard a fire alarm going off. I heard a microwave fucking whirring away. I know that yeah. you've got a busy, busy night ahead of you because you're way behind deadline, it sounds like. Yeah. That hot pocket's getting cold, girl. It's true. Mary, 
thank you for coming Thanks, on the podcast. No matter, Chef, hit that motherfucking outro music. Did a full one eighty, crazy. Thinking about the way I was. Did the heartbreak change me, baby? But look at where I ended up. I'm all good already. So moved on. Show up.